This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm Kyle Dotson. And Kyle joining us tonight. How are you, first of all, Kyle, before I bring in our guest? How are you doing? I'm good. You've, uh, you and I saw Guardians of the Galaxy at a midnight showing. Yeah. And I, I hated the movie. Yeah. And then I saw it two days later at a reasonable hour for a man my age, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Why is that? I don't know. I didn't fall asleep for any of it, maybe one scene. I don't, I don't know. You liked it, though. Not, uh, it was okay. You need to see it again. Probably. I'm done with midnight movies. But what I'm not done with, Kyle, is uh, Patreon, because Rock Solid finally has a Patreon page. We are located at www.patreon.com forward slash Rock Solid Podcast. Now, look, if you'd like to support the show, this is the best place to go. It's got all different tiers. It's got a $2 tier. Uh, that's $2 per month. That allows you to be involved in all of our giveaways, all of our signed things that we get. We've given away books and zombie CDs so far. Uh, $5 a month, you get. Uh, you also get um, to be involved in the giveaways, but you're also a member of the ASAP Club, and uh, we'll follow you on Twitter. Uh, $10 a month gets you bonus content. We're uploading videos weekly and audio clips weekly and all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, there's also uh, a $15 tier where you get to pick a song that will be played on an episode. And if you're ever in Los Angeles, you can sit in and, and watch us record. Go over to our Patreon page. Again, it's patreon.com forward slash rock solid podcast. You're going to see all the tiers. Uh, but basically, uh, right now we have 50 patrons. And I'm really reaching out to the people uh, that listen across the country and across the world that don't engage with us on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, you guys are the audience that I'm really trying to tap in here and uh, get your support. So if you would like to support us, you know, the $2 tier or the $5 tier, that's a set it and forget it, folks. You just set it and forget it. You won't even miss that money out of your bank account, but we will highly appreciate it. So currently we have 50 patrons in just a week. So again, if you're out there and you don't engage on social media with us on Facebook or Twitter, we would love it if you would uh, head over to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash rock solid podcast. Maybe uh, choose to support the show through Patreon. You ready? Yeah. Well, that's our, that's our fun talk up front, folks. All right. Let me give you some backstory wow. tonight on, uh, on this show and our you guest. Know, I just have to say that. Um, that's Kathy Ladman. Um, that's an that's a excellent, you know, that's a good uh kind of test for you mm -hmm. to know that you can't see movies at midnight and yeah. that you can enjoy something more at a different hour. So that shows that, you know, how time of day can affect so much. I, I, it couldn't, I couldn't have had a, a, a different viewing experience between the two times. Yeah, I mean, it, that's, a, that's a great test. It's a great uh, focus group. But go ahead. I, what was, I was said was that I, when I moved to L.A., I was about, I was 30. I turned 30 Um uh, pretty soon after I moved to LA. That was what? That was 2007? 85. 85. Oh, 85. And, um, really, I can figure out your age then. I'm 61. I'll be 62 in October. And, um, so, uh, 
I used to see t- midnight 1 a.m. movies. Yeah. Starting, at, I remember going to see With Nail and I at Universal, <laughs> Universal uh, Amphitheater. Amphitheater or Amphitheater, whatever. Yeah, whatever the, I know what you're the, talking the, about. The movie theaters there. I don't even know what it looks like anymore there. It's changed so much yeah. since I don't even. Do they still have movie theaters? There? They do have movie theaters there. Okay. You get a rowdy crowd up there in the movies for some reason. You know what? I I'm sure they do because it's it's late. It's late yeah. and it's an amusement park and and you know normal people don't want to park in um, you know in huge parking huge complexes and have to walk miles to the movie theater. <laughs> right. I don't. Adults would like to par- be as close to the screen as possible. Mm-hmm. And I know in Los Angeles, it's it, you still have to walk a little bit. You know. Where, where, what theater do you go to in your neighborhood? God, we really, we really don't go to the movies a lot, but we like to go to the Landmark at um, Westside Pavilion. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes with my daughter, I'll go to the Promenade um, AMC, or she likes to, sometimes we'll go to Arclight. It's a million dollars to go to the movie. It's so much money. That's why, you know, I, if I'm going to go to the Writers Guild for screenings. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Now, when you go to the movie, do you, do you buy your treats? Do you sneak them in? I don't buy treats. What about for your, for your daughter? You know, I think, yeah, she, I bought, you know, we buy stuff for right. her. But, you know, I think it comes from, from my father. He was so cheap, we would bring our own treats <laughs> everywhere. You know, giant Hershey bars, like mm-hmm. the big kind, you know, and <laughs> and um, a bag of peanuts to Shea Stadium. We'd bring a giant bag of peanuts in the shell to Shea Stadium. And maybe that's why I don't like treats at the movies. I mean, maybe. maybe I'm so used to not having. And also, a lot of the things that you get there are just like so bad for you. Oh, it's all bad for you. you. Know? None of it's good. And I don't really require food to. For I love movies more than anything. More mm-hmm. than anything. That's Almost your favorite more than, thing. Yes, it really. Movies are my favorite. Thing. Now you've been in some movies. I have. Tell us some of the movies you've been in. Well, I don't have your resume in front of me. I've been in. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. That that who'd have thought would have such legs, huh? I mean, still being yeah. shown and still enjoyed. Mike, both of my daughters have seen that at one yeah. time or another. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Um, I've been in. Uh, I was in my fellow Americans. Worked with James Garner and Jack Lemmon. There you go. And Dan Ward, Aykroyd. Ward, well, I didn't work with him, but I worked. I worked. I worked in scenes with both. Uh, but I really acted with James Garner, and he was a doll. And I have a picture of him in my house that's autographed i mean that's amazing i know it really is i mean i look at i look at some of the things i've done and i worked with um i had i had no lines in this movie but mike nichols uh the woman who cast me in another mike nichols film asked me if i would do this and i don't think i did what he wanted me to do he was difficult um (laughs) and it was charlie wilson's war so i worked with philip seymour hoffman you know, it was right after he just had his ch- first kid, and um, and John Slattery, whom I knew from working on Mad Men, mm-hmm. right? And um, what I mean, uh, White Oleander, I was in. Um, I was in um, uh, the first Mike Nichols film I did was uh, What Planet Are You From? The Gary Shandling. Gary Shandling, yeah. And I worked with Annette Benning, and I did my scene with Bill Dwyer. Oh, that's cool. It was very cool. We we auditioned together as a couple, and we were cast. Perfect. It was great. And then you're you're going to be in a TV show coming up. Yes, very soon. It's uh, I don't know when this. I think airs, they just started to uh, this. This goes up next Thursday. Well, June fourth. Okay. Is the premiere? I'm not in that episode, but I'm in three episodes uh, this season. 
And it's and it's called uh, I'm Dying Up Here, and it's very surreal because it's it's kind of meta because it's about the stand-up scene in the '70s mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. Now I started in the uh, in 1981 in New York, but still it's you know I'm going back to my roots sort of as a some you know as, as so many years later. Right. I mean it's just bizarre, and I'm not, and I don't play a comic. What do you yes. play? What's your part? I play a journalist, a very a big journalist from The Hollywood Reporter. Do you get to wear big sunglasses? I, not so far, because I haven't been in any daytime scenes. Uh, no, I think I see but you in some like big Jackie O sunglasses. I would be. I would be if I were in a daytime scene. But um, And are you covering the comic scene? Is that what you're doing? Um, partially, but I'm also fr- I'm good friends. I mean, Melissa Leo and I are the really the only two wimp strong women. She plays Goldie, which is right. Mitzi Shore basically. Yes, but don't say that to her because she would hate to hear that because she has created her own her own world. character. Yeah. And um well, that's cool. Melissa Leo, that's a that's a heavyweight actress. Cool. I know, and I did the last scene, the last episode I did, I did a scene just with her. It was really exciting to act with her. Do you uh, do you mind the word actress? You know, or do you want to be? Do you, should it be blanket actor? I think it should be actor. Um, you know, I don't. I tend to not like the diminutive mm-hmm. versions: stewardess, actress, comedian, comedian. I don't like that at all. Do you like comic or comedian? Either one. Stand up comic or stand up comedian? Yeah, I think comic has less. Um, uh, gravitas than comedian, mm-hmm. but I, I, I'm fine. I'm fine with either. One more thing about you: you were. I mean, there's many things. We'll talk more. No, but, there's um, only one more thing about me. One more thing about you: and you're wearing it. you're wearing a, a blanket from my house. I we're am. recording at my house tonight, and uh, you're chilly. Well, it, well, now I'm starting to normalize. Not not like not like other things in our government, <laughs> but. Um, but now, I'm just now the now the temperature is right. like getting normal here. Uh, was it warm here today? It was just it, it's you know it the hot, hot air here. rises. So right. I just yes, I know that on. from third grade. Mm-hmm. No, not from third grade. Probably from fifth grade. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness! You were on the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. I was. How many? I'm that old. One time. No, I was two on, times. I was on with him four or five times, and then the the balance with I was on with Jay. And you were on, but total, total then, nine times. That's amazing. It's not that amazing when you look at some of the other people who've been on the Tonight Show sixty times. It's kind of amazing, you know. Well, I mean, like Bobby I, Kelton, or not Baby? Maybe was it Bobby Kelton or David Say? We're on like countless times. You could probably okay. I'm going to do this. Siri, who, <laughs> which comedian did the most Tonight Shows? Kathy Ladman. <laughs> oh wait, she didn't hear me. Siri, which comedian did the most Tonight Shows? I don't have a good connection here, so Siri's not uh, connecting with me. Shut and, up. Just shut up. And you're talking into your water bottle. Ah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Are you looking it up, Are Kyle? You up, Are you going Kyle? old school? Yeah. School? Old school. He's school. Googling it. Yep. Um, that, should, that should come right up. Why isn't it coming right up? You I should don't know. automatically you should just get an you answer. Bad connection. Is it not doing it? It's Should just I sing like while, while it's... A list of... Just a list. We don't want to read a list. We want a definitive answer. Yeah. All um, right. All right. Forget it. What does, Is David Say on that list? I've never even heard of David Say. East Coast comic, but before your time. You know what I mean? Well, I know you. Yeah, but David Say is before me. 
You were the first comedian that I ever saw live in a real comedy club. Are you kidding me? It was it. It was uh, it was in Pittsburgh, in the Pittsburgh area. But I don't think it was. It was in a funny. Pittsburgh. It was in a funny bone. Uh huh. You were the feature. Yes, that makes sense. You had a really short. Uh, oh, the say, worst hair. The short the worst ju- jufro. Hair. Oh, it was horrible. I don't even remember who the headliner was, but I remember you. Uh, could have been Bill Masters. Um, oh, it could have been several people. A million people. Was it Middleman? Because I definitely worked with him. Mm. Was it Westport? I would remember it? Middleman. Yeah, I think you would have remembered. Um, but I went with um, Kyle was my nephew, and I went with uh, his brother. Is my older brother. I went with his mom, and they took me. Wow, were you visiting them there? Yeah, just for like was the this weekend before comedy. Oh yeah, this is when I was in. I don't know. I was in college, high? maybe college. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, and I was. Uh, you were the feature act. So I was probably, I was not 30 yet, probably, mm-hmm. not 30 yet. And uh, no, you were our favorite. Again, I can't remember who the headliner even is at the, all. Even with that hair, I was your favorite? No, that How was many one points of, were taken off of the hair? As soon as you walked out, we immediately started to laugh. So you well, had yeah, us, the hair had right, us immediately. That hair hat. Um, I called it my hair hat. It was awful. Uh, well, your hair looks great now, though. I like my hair now. Yeah. Yeah, but that was those days, I don't know what was, I don't know. In fact, that, that's. Early hair. It was very just tight. Came up. Yeah, it was so tight. But you know, first look of up, all, my hair, look up that my hair has loosened. My hair has loosened up at, at, as the white has been coming in. It's really, really loosened up. But that, oh man, that picture just came up today. I'm gonna see if it. I'm gonna see if it comes up now. I don't. I don't want to. Those are all recent ones. That's I know. Uh, yeah, no, those are all recent. The stay in history. Wait, this day in history. I want to see this. This day in history. I think the thing just came up. No, that's a recent one. What color is your hair in this uh, show? Oh, it's gray. It's the, they are they they have me they have me uh, looking like me. That's good. Yeah, it is good. It is good. Did you have to audition for this part? I did. I most certainly did. I can't find it. Maybe it was yesterday's. Um, I. Uh, Yes, I did audition. I, they put me on tape, and then I had it like I was chomping at the bit. I was waiting and waiting and waiting. The reason I ask you to do the show is because your hair reminds me of Art Garfunkel. So that's. Oh I'm my asking. God! It's not. <laughs> I know. My forehead is three miles long. <laughs> Eight miles high. I met Art Garfunkel. Is my forehead? What? <laughs> I see. He was. Uh, he had had a little wine that night when I met him. Oh really? He told me so. Okay. He said, you have to forgive me. I've had a little bit of wine. By the way, I went to Queens College for a semester, which is pretty close to where I grew up. I didn't know where you were going to brag tonight. But I took Poetry 101, Mm -hmm. which is the same class that Paul Simon and Art Garfunkel took at Queens College. Are you saying that you could uh, write a lyric as good as? No. No, absolutely not. But I had the most gorgeous teacher. He was so handsome. What was his name? I can't remember, but he was so handsome. All right. Anyway, that's all. Now, um, but that's he's probably just a, probably just a couple years older than you too. No, no, he no. was an older older probably, professor. No, 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 no. But he was probably like, well, you're right. Maybe he was like ten years older than all right. I. You know. Our topic tonight's the music of Simon and Garfunkel. Just so everyone, you, you already know because you saw it in your feed. It said that's what that's the topic right. it's is. No surprise. Let me ask you this: Were you so uh, my name in the feed? You saw everything. So everything. You, you know. don't There's even no know. Surprises. Goodbye. Hang up. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have you seen Simon and Garfunkel in concert? Never. Never. No, and I would have loved to have seen them in Central Park. Wouldn't that have been great? Wayne Fetterman was there. 
He was? Yes. Just because Wayne Fetterman was there doesn't mean I was there. I thought all the Jews were there. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. My friend David Wilde was there too. He's also Jewish. Oh, well, I I didn't, I I don't know how, how did Wayne end up there? I don't know, but he said he was there. I mean, they weren't, no one says they were close. They were just there. Right. Oh, it must have been amazing. No, I, I just found this out. On your Twitter feed, if you have the parentheses around your name, yes, that means you're Jewish? Yes, because what happened was... And you have that. Yes, because... And Andy the, Kindler does. Yes, because the, the alt-right, mm-hmm. who are the white supremacists, who are the Klan's <laughs> people, you know... Right. They're on Twitter, right? The Klan? Do you follow they, the Klan on Twitter? No, but they are the ones who started to put the, that around Jews' names. Really? So we... In order to disempower that, took it. Started to put it around our own names. All right. I as, thought it was as a big fuck you to them. I thought it was just to to make your this name a family podcast. Yeah, no, no, no. You can swear because fuck them. I uh, I just thought that was to make your name look better. So I I put it around mine. So I guess I have to take it down because I'm not Jewish. No, well, in solidarity, that. I didn't do it. In solidarity, Pat. My wife's family's Jewish. So in solidarity, yeah. Sephardic Jews, I think probably mm, they were Russian. Russian. Oh, Jews. Russian. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah. Pilar is a Russian name? No, Pilar. I thought that's a Spanish name. It is because I think it was uh, Showtime. Ask her if, if her family, ask her if she's a Sephardic Jew. She wasn't really raised Jewish. No, but ask her if her lineage, of her Jewish lineage, ask her if it's Sephardic. Do you want me to leave and go ask her? Yes, right now. I'll, I'll wait. I'll text we'll you. We'll always. I'll get an answer. All of I'll us. text you. Nobody go anywhere. All right. I mean it. I know where you are. So I don't know where you are. You love the music of Simon and Garfunkel. I do, but you know, in just in sitting here and looking at, looking at the rundown of songs that I chose, you chose these are, songs like seven months ago. I know um, some of these have have lost their uh, copyrights, um, <laughs> but none of them, you know, none of their songs are like you know big dance songs. You know, no, no, They're very well. Um, it's, they were a folk uh, band. Yes, and and it's really more poetry. It's poetry, but the music's beautiful. Yes, really beautiful. What what happened to them? Like. As, as a team like did what was their falling out well the, I th- they toured in 2007 I think is when I saw them I think Art's voice um, started to go and then he had vocal paralysis or What's something that? it's where you're uh, you're one um, I think your vocal cord gets paralyzed but they don't call it they don't call it paralysis. They don't call it that. They have a different because name. Pariasis. Pari. Look, because that, that's it's how you say it when it's when your vocal cords paralyzed. Yeah. Pariasis. Oh God, we're horrible. No, I saw, but I saw Art just last year, and his voice is back, and he was fantastic. His voice is so beautiful. I think, I, and I think Paul Simon might be not nice. Nuts. I think yeah. he's not nice too. There, and, there are two things: there's vocal cord paralysis and vocal fold paralysis. I think that's what he had, since that's what I said he had. Yeah, that's I what think I'm Paul, sticking with that. I did see Paul Simon at the House of Blues, and it was wonderful. Yeah, I've seen him a couple times. But so. I, don't, I don't see as many concerts as you, Pat. I yeah. think we can just pretty much, you know, yeah. own that right now. Yeah, I like but the shows. I like the. Live I like shows. it too, but I, you know, I, I don't get to go. I just don't get to go. It's, uh, I get to go for free, like a lot. I just saw Paul Simon, well, I just, I write reviews for this website. Oh, okay. I just saw Paul Simon performed at the Skirball last week. At the Skirball? Yes. That's a small place. Well, they they were doing, it was uh, invite only. Yes. Uh, But no, my friend David Wilde called me like two hours before. He goes, my my wife doesn't want to go. Do you want to go? And I'm like, yeah, of course. But I um, doesn't want to go. Will you marry me? There's there's a there's an exhibit up there. There's a Paul Simon exhibit up there right now. Oh. So it was opening night I'm of sure that. Queens College is in there somewhere. I bet it is. I'm sure. Uh, some of his uh, 
suits are there, like clothing, and they're and like tiny. So, he walked by me. He's like super. He's like five. Five foot. Yeah. He's yeah. Like really tiny. You know, it reminds me of an episode of The Simpsons. Maybe that pisses him off because Art Garfunkel's Probably, very tall. you're right. Yeah. Oh, is he tall? Yes. Oh. Um, I mean, he looked tall next to Paul Simon, but I didn't yeah, think see, he was that see. tall. Oh, there. But that's not that much taller. But look, Simon has lifts on, and I think Art's uh, Oh, he's down. serious? I think he's okay. down. I really do. Well, um... Because he seemed to tower over me, and I towered over Simon. Uh, I was just about to say something. I can't remember what it was. It reminded you of a Simpsons episode. Oh, right. Thank you. Um, that when when there was a brothel near the Sim in the Simpsons neighborhood, and and um, they needed a new MC, and because the the MC was sick, and and Bart's like Bart says, "Well, who's going to do it?" And she holds up this teeny tiny suit the size of Bart. She goes, "Whoever fits into Mel Zett's suit." <laughs> His name was Mel Zett's, the MC. Is that perfect? So so Yiddishly That's nice. perfect. That's Mel nice. Zett's. Do you know what a Zett's is? I do not. To give someone a Zett's. It's like a like a uh, needle like them. A, yeah. I'll give them the business. Zett's. Yeah. <laughs> I love Yiddish. It's such a great language. Wait, did you? Is your? Uh, do you raise uh, your child uh, no. Jewish? No, she's not no. I a... do a joke about that, which actually was given to me by Jackie mm -hmm. Hoffman, who, by the way, did an amazing job in Feud. Did what, you watch Feud? No, I don't know what Feud is. It's the. It's the. It was the show about Betty Davis. This, this oh, year about oh, Betty yes. Davis and yeah. John Crawford. She played the. Um, housekeeper to Joan Crawford, Jackie Hoffman. And anyway, so she, she's a wonderful Broadway actress and she gave me this joke. So I, I, but I set it up by I saying that I went to visit my family in New York and my, uh, my aunt said to me, so you're going to raise your daughter Jewish? I said, no, we're just going to raise her to be a good person. And my aunt said, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so true. That's, that is great. Because people think people who are into religion thinks that being a good person—that's not what's important. Right. You need to go to the. You need to buy. You know. You got to put your time in. You got to put your time in. You got to know who to like, who not to like. You got to be punished. That's what it's about—the being punished part. My my dad. We were raised Catholic. My dad would go to church oh. uh, two or three times on a Sunday and then come home and yell at all of us all day long. So that really good job. And they don't even see the irony in they it. They don't, no. They don't see My the My favorite the people... is when he, he, he'll run out the door yelling, I'm going to church, goddammit. Yeah, that's where we go. You're slowing me now, goddammit, I gotta get to church. But All that's right. how it always is. with yeah. Religious, most, I would say 99% of religious people are blind to the irony of who they are. Yeah, so you're, so you're not a religious person. Not at all. No, me neither. No. You just try to be a good person. Try to be a good person. I believe in science. I believe in the... the the uh, wonder of the universe that I will never, ever be able to explain. And I do not feel the need to explain it by parable. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, obviously your husband feels the same way as you. He does. Or else that would be a big deal breaker. It would be a big deal breaker. But you know what? There are families. I don't know. There are families who are, tr who are Trump and non-Trump families. How could that possibly be? In the same house? Yes. Yes. Like like husbands and wives. Yes. But I do not know how they do it. You would just have to not ever have any news on the TV. You would just have to not talk I about mean, it. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. How can you not talk about something that is so important? Mm -hmm. <sighs> I know. And the fact that I'm not talking about it on stage is crazy. Well, because I'm not sitting down and writing jokes about it. 
Yeah, but you, know? you don't know if the person, you don't know how the person who's paying you feel, so you can't. Tough shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, really, I mean, I'm not going right. to fall in line. I mean, I'm not. You're not going to toe the line, Kathy? No. You mean I have to do, I have to believe what the person who's writing my check believes? Screw that. That's why I don't but, work cruises. I mean, that's ridiculous. Go to the Storyworthy podcast and listen to Kathy's story about uh, cruises. That's right. What was it called? The Grand Princess Diaries. That's what it was called. <laughs> All right. Now let's get on to the Okay, topic. let's get on to the topic. I mean, I love I'm talking one, to you. But I'm the one who's, who's. I don't know if you go, you know, go off topic like this. No, no, so no, much. we do. We do. Oh, but, then, oh, okay. but then, but then, but then. Eventually you come now back. Now it's about the time when let's we start. Come, let's come back. Let's playing get... the music. Now you're looking at your list that you made up about. We've been trying to schedule this for literally six months. Has it really been that long? It's been a long time. Wow. But it's fine. That means that you're busy or schedules don't work out, whatever. Right. And the, the artwork has been done for a long time. Uh, Josh Tabak did it, and I love it. Yeah, it's great. Oh, good. I... People have already seen it. It's uh, the back of Art Garfunkel and Paul Simon's head, and, and the three of us are crawling out of their hair. Yeah. Really? Oh, that's yeah. cool. I showed it to you. Oh, you did. That's right. I, <laughs> but it was six months ago. I think you said, I think he, I think my hair's a little too gray, I think is what oh, you told me. Oh, did I say me. that? Yeah. Oh, God, I'm sorry. <laughs> Always with the criticism. It's just like you. All right. All what, right. Um, when did you decide to just not color the hair anymore? Um, well, I guess it's been like a year and a half, maybe. And it's liberating for you. Oh, God. I don't have to think about it. I think it, it looks you know, great. The wind was blowing. I was, you know, I was in Tahoe. And yeah. It was very windy, and the wind was blowing the back, you know, the back of my hair mm-hmm. apart. And I was thinking, I don't care. I don't care what because before two years like, ago you'd be like, roots. oh, they're going to see my roots. Who cares now? I've been wanting to do this for longer than I than I've been probably wanting to do this for at least six years. Six and years. I, and I was talked out of it by by um, rep, you know representatives. It's working. You got a part. Yeah, the, House rep- the House of Representatives. You're, you're opposite uh, Melissa Leo now with your with your own hair and looking like yourself. I love it. I love it. It's le- and it's less expensive. It's less time consuming, and it's just it's just completely liberating. When uh, of course, if I didn't like the way I looked, then I would go back. Sure. To it. Right. I like it. Uh, I can never tell when women are dyeing their hair, but man, when men do it. I'm like, why is that? I don't know. Because men can't get the color I right. I think it's a social thing. I think it's a so it has to be a, a social thing because you expect women to color their hair. You do not expect men to color but their I hair. But I also think they'll they have it like layered and it you know, there'll be like a dark and a light like it'll make it look a little more natural. Well, you have to get good color. I mean you, you have to you can't have one color. Hair is not one color. <laughs> right. Hair That's what I think. has Different yeah. gradations of color, textures, and, and highlights. Yes, and, yes. That's what I think. So you have to get men's a, are like he's like a Lego piece. And it's also, like it shouldn't it shouldn't be opaque. It should it should have light should bounce off of it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's so. true. What she said. Yeah. Simon and Garfunkel. They only released five studio albums. Is that all? Yep. And I I think. Let me see if I can name them. All right, here we go. Bridge over troubled water. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one. Bookends. Yep. Um, I'm Simon, he's Garfunkel? Nope. No. Um, shit. Um, was one Simon and Garfunkel? No. Nope. Okay, wait. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Scarborough Fair. Uh, I mean, Parsley, Sage, Rosemary, and Tom. There you got it. Now, two more. Ay, ay, ay. One you're not going to get. I doubt if you're going to get the name of their first one. Oh. Um, I can't. Uh, go ahead. Okay, the the other one is named after a song. Hello, Darkness, my friend. 
Oh, Sounds of Silence. Yes. Right. And then their first album is called Wednesday Morning 3 a.m. Oh, of course. Oh, you would have. I knew that. I mean, you I did? Or are you joking? Guess, no, I've heard. No, I knew that. All right. So those were their yeah. five studio and, albums. And why was it called Wednesday Morning 3 a.m., I wonder? Um, on, the, on the cover, they're, uh, they're in a subway busking. Ah, and so I guess what's that's busking mean? Isn't that what? Isn't that the term for when you're just playing and for? Oh, yeah. okay. A, and that makes sense because it was in New York City. Yeah, and you'd play for change. Yeah, yeah. And now a word from our sponsors. Take control of your money and get entertained at the same time. Then the Scott Allen Turner Show has it all, including advice from his cats. Everything from tips on how to do proper asset allocation in your employer retirement plan, paying less taxes keep more of your money away from the imperial federal government and how to avoid getting ripped off get his free audiobook 99 minute millionaire at scottallenturner.com forward slash rock solid that's scottallenturner.com forward slash rock solid and you spell allen a-l-a-n so if you're looking for financial advice and you want to have some fun the scott allen turner show the financial rock star that's the show for you now back to the show so um, their first album came out in 1964. That's the year I was born. Wow. So Paul, uh, Simon and Garfunkel music has been in my you life my entire time. You weren't alive when Kennedy was assassinated. No. Wow. Uh, I guess I was in my mom's belly. What was your, what was your uh, defining moment then of your childhood? Because that was my defining moment. Hmm. Um... God, I don't even know. You I don't really have don't know. One, huh? I guess I don't have my childhood. No, I can't yeah. really remember one. Okay, in the first ten years, there was no real defining, like, um, like, w- w- or, you know, world changing moment. Nothing that I'm aware. Well, of. Well, I mean, Nixon. Nixon. Yeah, but I mean, how old would I have been in when Watergate? He, yeah, but how old was I at that point? Nine. Nine. I, I was eight when Kennedy was assassinated. I, but. but uh, someone being shot, I think, is different from some legal stuff that I didn't understand. I suppose. Yeah. But it really, I mean, yeah, I mean, like that really turned the world on its ear. Yeah. You know, it really did. There, there was an innocence, a post-World War II innocence that ended with that. With Kennedy. hmm Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the Johnson administration with civil rights was, it was such a different time. I, I, you hear about it so much, I almost feel like I was alive during it because, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yes, but um, I know. Um, anyway, so I do remember. I I do remember. Um, and I'm not even an Elvis Presley fan, but I remember when he died. I remember when he died too, because I was in my friend's apartment in San Francisco eating Cheerios, watching TV. And let me tell you when this was. It was 19. It was the summer of 77. Right. I was at a I was at a friend's uh, little league game, watching the little league game, and they announced it over the speaker. Elvis wow. Presley has died on the toilet from I just, drugs. I just spoke to a friend who was, oh, I know who it was. A friend of a friend was working at um, the Cinerama Dome, mm-hmm. and she double buttered Elvis's popcorn. <laughs> and he asked her to double butter it. How wild is I that? I don't do an Elvis, but if I How did, I would love that, to say huh? the word double butter. Double butter? Hi, my, yeah, double butter. Double butter. All right. So okay, yes. Simon and Garfunkel. Okay, so 1964. Maybe was this the first will be that show where we just we don't no, 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 we just no. say their names. 1964 but never... was the first album. Yeah, Wednesday morning, 3 a.m. Right. But before that, they were uh, they were a duo uh, called Tom and Jerry, and they met at at Queens College. Yeah, where I where I took the poetry class, and they released a single when they were uh, just when they were called Tom and Jerry, and the single is called 
Hey Schoolgirl. So Kyle, let's hear a little Hey Schoolgirl to get us started. It's great, huh? It's different. It's very different. No wonder they had to change their name. She said, hey, baby, but there's one thing more. school is over at a half past four. Wow. Music yep. changed. That's what they it liked. On, it was on the cusp. Music was on the cusp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just when it was, uh, you know. Yep. It was going from that type of poppy music to more meaningful yep. music. And so... Uh, I'm going to let you go. Now, what song, we can, whatever order you want to go, any order. whatever order, whatever song well, you want to play. Well, I want to go for something that is not as, uh, you know what I love Kathy's song? Because of your name? No, it's spelled with a K. It is. But I. It sounds the, the same though. It's so evocative. Um, I mean, you can see where they are and you can just picture, you know, just the, um, the internal monologue of this guy um, who's sleeping on, I can see her head, her head is, is leaning on his shoulder. She's sleeping. You can, well, let's hear a little bit of it, then we'll talk. From 1966, Sound of Silence. So you see, I have come to doubt. Is this Kathy's song? All that I once wow. held is true. I thought I chose a different part of it. I stand alone. Without beliefs The only truth I know oh, is, it is you yeah. yeah, this is a different song That I'm, I'm thinking of a different As song I, I think that wine is getting <laughs> So wait, you So you, you ramped up a different song You thought no, you were going to hear I something thought, different The one I thought was, was going to be Oh, you know what I thought it was going to be? What? America Okay, play America then, Connor Because there's a Kathy in there that's why. Yep. Toss me a cigarette. I think there's one in my raincoat. Yeah, the songs are very... Look he says tea. Listen to his tea. We smoked the last one an hour ago. So I looked at the scenery. She read her magazine. And the moon rose over and Kathy, I'm lost, I said, though I knew she was sleeping. Yeah, the songs are very visual. Like, you can see everything that, yes. that they're singing about. And that's their lyrics. That's the, um, you know, that's the Poetry 101 of Queens College. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they went beyond that. One of my favorite books is right there with Paul Simon on the cover. It's all his lyrics oh, in a wow. book. It's the best. Oh, wow. What a great book to yeah, have. Yeah, I love it. Wow. Um, yeah, Paul I, I just always loved Simon and Garfunkel. Even as a kid, when I would hear it. What just happened there? No, oh, someone's the calling. Phone's me. Ringing. The oh, phone's ringing. Oh, damn it! I'm not answering it. No, I don't answer it. It's in a tripod. Why would you answer it? <laughs> <laughs> you should pick it up in the tripod and hold it to your ear. <laughs> Who's texting me when I have a Who's when, when I have a guest? A but guest they don't the know. House. They don't know. That's true. They don't know. Kyle, um, but yeah, you were saying that you can see everything. Yeah, it's very. The lyrics are very visual. visual. Is that what you, yeah. yeah. Visceral. I'm, they're visceral. They're visual. Yes. The um. 
the other night at the Skirball Museum, this uh, the guy who was introducing Paul was saying... I'm de-blanketing right now. Okay. Yes. He was saying... Uh, oh, my knee just cracked. Did you hear that? <laughs> no, I didn't okay. hear that. Yeah. Paul Simon's 75. Wow. It's crazy, right? You know, I'll tell you something. Tom Brokaw was on the news tonight. Mm-hmm. He's an old man. And I, when I was in college, I used to watch him on the Today Show with Jane Pauley. He was a young man. Yeah. All of a sudden... You he's, know what? He's got these little glasses that he wears. Forty now, some odd years have gone by. Where's the time go? Who knows? <laughs> uh, what's? My, let me see my song. What are you looking up, Kyle? I just want to see what Tom Brokaw looks like now. I haven't watched the news. His, in his mouth is a little crooked. I don't know if it was a stroke. Oh. Oh yeah. Once you have a stroke, you shouldn't be on the TV anymore. That's not fair. <laughs> I'm being. I'm going to go on the tube past post stroke. There he is. There's with the glasses. In the in the crooked mouth, yeah. What do you think of David Letterman and this beard? I don't like the beard. What's going on there, Dave? I don't know. He feels a freedom. Who knows? I'm glad for him. It's like you letting your hair go gray. But he always felt he always felt very confined from what what I've heard about him. So I'm happy for him. Were you on the David Letterman show ever? No, never. Do you think there's a chance? (laughs) Mm, Maybe. Maybe he'll do a Netflix show. I wanted to do his show because I loved him and I loved New York, and I wanted to be perfect for that show. I know. I know, but for whatever reason, you know that life's not fair. Yeah. What does Carson say to you uh, during the uh, breaks? What's he lean over and say to you? Mm, I don't know, not much. He's you know busy talking to Freddie de Cordova mm-hmm. about the next segment, and you know that was very funny, very funny. Did you get the okay? You ever give you the okay? Well, no, because see, the, the first two times I was on with Jay, mm-hmm. and then Macaulay, Jim McCauley wanted me to be on with. Uh, Carson, and he's discussing this with me mm-hmm. while I'm behind the curtain getting ready for them to page the curtain for me to walk <laughs> out. And I said, could, you know, I said, I said, well, I really want to do panel. So I don't want to go backwards. I want to not do panel if I go on with Johnny. And he goes, well, I just really want you to do it. I said, can we talk about this another time? <laughs> so we did discuss it another time. And he did get me to do panel with Johnny. And so the first time I get on there, I go back, I sit down next to Johnny. And he says to me, that was very funny. And I said, uh, thank you. He says, how long have you been doing this? And I said, eight and a half long years. Like, I thought that was a long yeah, time. Yeah. Can you believe it? Uh-huh. And he says, well, you're getting very good at it. And I said, thanks. So are you. It was like a knee-jerk <laughs> reaction. I could feel his condescension. Uh-huh. And he laughed and the audience oh, laughed. Thank God. But I didn't care. Yeah. Because, I mean, I didn't think it through. It was just right. like, how dare he? How dare he speak to That's me like that? That's a great line. You know? <laughs> That's great. How fucking dare he? You're getting very good at it. <laughs> Jesus. You're a very, good, com- say that to you're a very good comedian. Very excellent comedian. You're a very comedian tonight. <laughs> Kyle, pull my list up there so I can see. What are we going to get to, like three songs? I hope not. We have 30 songs to play. Jesus, we're not going to get to 30 songs. Ben. I picked a song from Wednesday morning, 3 a.m. This oh. is a song that's not... Was not, it a hit? It's not Did a hit, Did they have any hits on that album? Uh, yeah, there's a there's a hits on that album. There is uh, the original version of Sound of Silence, really? which is a, a little more uh, acoustic based. Mm-hmm. Then they re-released it. They put some, they jazz it up a little bit. Gorgeous song. And that was the hit. But let's hear. Uh, you can tell the world. It's the first song on the album. Tell them what the master has done. Tell them what the gospel has come. Tell them what the victory's been won. 
He brought joy, 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 joy into my heart. What's Cut. that about? I don't know, Kathy. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I don't really know. Oh. I don't know. Is it about other... God? It, it sounds like it might be, but I... It's I weird that two Jewish boys would sing about, uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You brought joy, joy, joy into my heart. You can tell the world, you can tell the world about this, but you... Is it, you can't tell the world or you can tell you the can. world? You can. You can tell the world, but and you can, te- you can tell the nation? Mm-hmm. And what's next after that? The next song is called... No, no, what's what's next in the lyrics? I mean, look, I'll get my li- yeah, get I have a, li- I have a lyric book. book. If I wish I had a book... To- oh, here it is. Here it is. With young Paul Simon. Here I have it. The next lyric is, Well, my Lord has spoke. He spoke so well. Hold on, I'll find Jesus. it, Kyle. I got the book here. Hold on. Was this about their bar mitzvahs? <laughs> that doesn't sound... Well, the Lord has spoke. He spoke so well. He brought me savings bonds and a cross pen. No, the the next one is talked about the flames that burn in hell. Yeah. And then what's next? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have a feeling they're going to redeem themselves. Spoke. He spoke so well. Talked about the children of Israel. And then he brought joy, joy, joy into my heart. So they're not going to redeem themselves, I guess. I guess not. Okay. Too bad. Did, Did Paul Simon write that one? Too bad. Maybe he didn't write this one. Maybe it was an old gospel hymn. Yes. Because it's not in that book, which leads me to believe that he didn't write it. It was written by Bob Gibson and Bob Camp. There you go. There you go. So they were just, they'd sing anything that someone would yeah, put in front of them. They, yeah, because they wrote something called The Church is Burning from Wednesday morning, 3 a.m. Yeah. Hmm. That's weird that I wow. picked a song that Simon didn't write. Mm-hmm. That's interesting that you yeah, chose that. What made is. you choose that? I just liked it. It sounded, okay. and, and you know, I'm very religious. <laughs> Okay. You're very religious. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's Kathy's next song? My next song is going to be. Hmm. I want to choose something once again that is not as common. Uh, how about the leaves that are green? Okay. It's also from Sound of Silence. Harpsichord. You don't get harpsichord much in music. No. I was 21 years when I 21. 21. I'm 22 now, but I won't be for Jesus. long. Time breathes on, and the leaves that are green turn to brown. Can you sing? And they crumble in your hand. I guess not. Shut up. <laughs> That's mean. That I, was mean. I can't sing at all. I can sing. I can you, sing enough for to be on Broadway. I think. What What would you play? In, what would be your uh, your part in Broadway? What would you play? I don't know. You in the Wiz? Maybe you're the witch. No. No. Jeez, you're all full of compliments. No, no, I'm just trying to think. Maybe I'll do a I'll do a revival of Anti Mame. (laughs) (laughs) How about that? No, I think the witch would be a funny part. I mean, it has to be funny. You have to have a little. You want to? Anti Mame was funny. You want to be funny? It's spunk. (laughs) Are you funny in this? uh, In this? uh, I'm biting my cuticle. I'm dying up here. Mm, Is it serious? No, I'm funny. I'm funny. More. It sounds like it's more serious though. 
No, some of it's funny and some of it. No, that 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 last scene with um, with, Melissa, with Melissa Leo that I told you about that was mm. a serious scene. But the other ones were funnier. Is she a nice person. She's very nice, but very oh, she's fiery. She's fiery. Well, that's like Mitzi Shore was. I mean Goldie. Mitzi, don't say Mitzi. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. We've Your picked turn. these songs so long ago that now we have no feeling about them. Your turn. What's my next song? Oh, okay, this is one of my favorites. This is uh, from Sound of Silence. This is April Come She Will. Oh, that's a good one. I love this one. I think the first time I heard this was during April, Concert in the Park. April Come She Will When streams are ripe and swelled with rain Ripe and swelled. Isn't that great? Spring, getting ready to burst. Stay. That's what he wrote when he was 22. Resting so embarrassed. My embarrassed about my entire life. I wrote some dick joke when I was 22. Maybe well, not even. I didn't even. do that. No, I wasn't even doing stand-up when I was 22. I was crying in bed. <laughs> Why were you crying in bed? Because I was just depressed. Oh. I don't have a joke for that. You shouldn't. And I don't. Not appropriate. July, she will fly. Sure. This is crazy. In your twenties, you could probably open Isn't that this. Crazy? It's tight. Yeah, I'm telling you. All right, I loosened it for you. Thank you. Don't, you opened it. Don't spill it on my book. Don't don't spill it on my book. Okay, I won't spill it on your. I think maybe Paul. How gorgeous is Art Garfunkel's voice when he gets to take mm. the lead? Stunning. I think the thing with Paul is that Paul writes everything, and he. I think he feels like I don't need this guy yep. anymore. Ugh, that's too. That's sad. I know it's sad. Oh, here, here's an Art Garfunkel lead. I believe it is anyway. The dangling conversation. Great song. Still life watercolor. And you read your Emily Dickinson. Oh, that's Paul. Oh. And I, my Robert Frost. I'm sorry. And we know what our place with bookmarkers. Let's give misinformation every for the rest of the songs. Okay, let's do that. Now, this has Glenn Campbell on guitar. Does it? No, I just, misinformation. Oh. It might. We are verses and rhythms, couplets and rhymes, in syncopated time, and the dangling conversation, and the superficial signs, are the words of our lives. Do I sound horrible when I'm singing? No, because the, I shut up? the music's so loud that it's kind of drowning you out, so you sound great. You know what? I'm leaving. <laughs> now, when I said Glenn Campbell played on this... It, 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 he was a studio musician. I know, and, and the Wrecking Crew played on a bunch of uh, Simon Garfunkel's albums. For example, Hal Blaine and Carol Kay from the Wrecking Crew mm. play on this album. So it wouldn't have been... Uh, I should have... Uh, for humor, I should have said someone else. But mm -hmm. let me see my list, Kyle. Let me see what we got. What's my next song? Oh, this is so great. I love this song. Oh, here's an R. I have an R for Arfunkel one. Okay, what's well, on your turn? You just play this one. Do you have to go one, two, one, two? We kind of do. All right. It's like, a, it's like ping pong, All tennis, right. volleyball. Uh, I am a rock. Okay. I have my books. Love this line. And my poetry to protect me. I am shielded in my own 
my room, safe within my womb. I touch no one and no one touches me. I am a rock. I am an island. Makes me think of uh, my and oldest a rock daughter. Feels no shame. And an island never cries. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of my oldest daughter because she spends both of the, the kids spend a lot of time in the room. Oh God! Hi, bam! But like, <laughs> but like Sarah, I'll go in and she's writing in her journal. And oh she's, God, that's not my daughter. She's always re- reading. She's books very introspective, and, huh? Yeah, that's she really nice. is. And what's the other one like? She's uh, she's watching a YouTube video about how to put makeup on. Yeah. All right. So uh, everyone's different. I got a smart one in it. And a dumb one. No, <laughs> no stop I'm it. Kidding. Um, here's, no, a, here's an art Garfunkel. Does your does um does your uh, daughter get good grades? She, she gets studious? excellent grades. She's really good. Isn't she's very nervous today because she has a music audition tomorrow, and she's not. She doesn't know how to express herself and say I'm nervous. Mm-hmm. So instead, she goes, I'm really tired, and she goes to take a nap. But then, do you say, Honey, are you nervous about tomorrow? Well, I said, Why do you think you t- took a took a nap? Oh. Any idea? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I have to leave. So. Parenting's fun, isn't it? <laughs> She's a so long flank, flank, so long flank Lloyd Wright. Um, so long Frank Lloyd Wright. Thank you, Yoko. <laughs> so long flank Lloyd Wright. Um, I believe is an Art Garfunkel song. All right. I hope it's not. <laughs> I See? See? It's boy. It's both, but it's he's leading. It's more art. All the nights we harmonize till dawn. I never left so long, so long, so long. I love this next part. Good takes may come and all good takes may go and never change your point of view. When I run dry, I stop a while and think of you. Here comes a flute. This is when Art, Art and Paul are dancing cheek to cheek. That's during, what they were doing. Well, it would really be it would be cheek to belly button. I think I don't think it would really be <laughs> cheek to cheek. Do you know that my son-in-law is seven foot three. Well, that can't be comfortable. Well, seven foot three. Seven foot three. He's a center. He's a basketball player. And when he walks through the, you know, when people walk by the pass through uh-huh. of our teeny tiny mobile home type kitchen, yeah, you can see basically. You know their chests mm-hmm. to their torso. You can see, for him. You can see his torso down to his thighs. Now, when he comes to visit, does he stay at your place? Yes, they stay at our. Place. Where does he sleep? Well, um, I give him, I, I give him our bed. I know. I give but, him and my daughter our Cal King bed. But is a Cal King seven? No, he normally sleeps in a custom bed, but. Um, it's good enough. He can diagonal. You know, How he does he fly, on even in first class? It's very hard. It's very uncomfortable. I'm 5'7". I'm so uncomfortable flying. Well, tough up. Tough, tough up, three. man. Where does he get close? <laughs> What's his shoe like? Uh, 18. This is insane. I know. <sighs> the right. only reason I mentioned it is because you said cheek to belt. To belt yeah, belt. no, no. That's And I, I don't know anyone that's that tall. 
He's the tallest person. I don't know I anybody. I, I, he's the tallest person I know too. But he he was played on the Lakers for one month, so we got to park in the tunnel, you know, with all those mm-hmm. custom yeah, yeah. Rolls Royces and silly cars, and got to stand. He was the tallest that we saw there too, yeah. because he's a center, right? You know, um, I mean, Pau Gasol was tall, but not as tall as he. If if you said, do you want to be five one? Or seven foot three, I don't want to be seven foot three. You would choose five one. I would. Okay. What would you? That's do? a good choice. Well, as a woman, it's easier for me. I would choose five one. Yeah, I. I mean, seven three as a woman in this world would be. It would be terribly awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, his parents met at a tall person's get together. How you know, tall his are parents they? Parents are very tall. Um, but not you know, they're in the sixes. Yeah. How tall is his wife? She's Rissa's five eight, I think. That's nuts. And she That's wears crazy. like, and you know, at their wedding, she wore like you know really high platforms. Yeah. Um, and still, you know, still he couldn't hear her vows. He's like, "What? <laughs> What's going on down there?" That's um, seven foot three is nutty. It is nutty. What car does he drive? You guys just can't pile in that. Come no, on, no, no. He, Tom's I mean, going to drive to dinner. A, uh, Corolla, I think. Would they live a in Budapest? Corolla. Yeah, I mean, you can pull, push the chair or the seat way back. Maybe they just remove the front seat. He sits in the back, drives from the back seat. Yes, ostensibly. Excuse me, I'm yawning from the wine. I'm well, you're sorry. having so much fun tonight. I am having fun, <laughs> but I'm feeling so relaxed that I, I'm allowing myself you know, to almost yawn. Simon and Garfunkel music, for me, I play it more in the wintertime, like the fall and the winter. It is, it, because it's melancholy. Yeah. And I like. I also like it on a Sunday morning if I'm uh, making breakfast for everyone. Yes, it's a nice pancake song. <laughs> <laughs> but now Paul Simon, I play more in the summer. Well, his stuff is more upbeat. Yeah, we got uh, your Kodachrome. Yeah. Got your Julio, those thugs hanging nice. out at the schoolyard. Right. What are those two guys up to? Nothing good. Him and Julio. Nothing good. Mm, nope. What's my next song, Kyle? You t- why are you asking Kyle? Because I oh, you don't have I don't have my list in front of me, and that's weird. I always do. So I'm looking over there. What's it called, Kyle? Introduce it. Somewhere They Can't Find Me. Somewhere oh. They Can't Find Me. Do, 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 do. Oh, I, like I hope song. it goes like that. I hope it doesn't go like that at all. Yep. I can hear the soft breathing of a girl that I love. As she lies here beside me, asleep with the night And a hair in a fine mist floats on my pillow Reflecting the glow of the winter moonlight But I've got to creep down the alleyway Fly down the highway Before they come to catch me, I'll be gone You're grooving to the. You're into this. I love it. They uh, the, these guys were platinum selling artists from the beginning. Oh, amazing. First album that was sold one of the, the. That was one of the more upbeat yeah. tempos of theirs. First album sold a, a million copies, and then this Sound of Silence sold three million copies. Wow, it's crazy. That's a lot, huh? That is a lot. Wow. Bridge well, over troubled water sold eight million copies. It's ama- well, and then amazing. we break up. Let's break up now. We're we've, we're at the height. That was it. That was the end. Yeah, that was the oh end. Oh my god. Yep, they had a nice six year career, sixty four to seventy. 
That's so little. I mean, <laughs> when you think about the Beatles, they weren't together for that long. No. They were together for what? Like maybe eight years? I guess it's the quality of the work and not the quantity. I guess so. You know, the Beatles are going to have their own uh, Sirius XM uh, station starting May 18th. What are they going to play on there? Uh, all songs that we've heard forever? Well, this, they have a huge body of work. My God. I Even Beatles songs that you think you don't know, then you hear it and you go, oh yeah, I've heard that song. Yeah, of course. Beatles. But except for, I mean, a lot of their studio stuff and, and the rehearsal stuff, I love that stuff. You mean like the demos and all mm-hmm. those, like, this was uh, Revolution number one, take seven. Yes. That kind of thing. I like that. You like that? I like that. You listen to Breakfast with the Beatles sometimes? Sometimes, yeah. Uh-huh. And play yeah. some deep cuts. Yep, I like deep cuts. You sing right? Do you sing? Uh, do you sing along at the house when you're uh, in making breakfast? I don't make breakfast that much. Do you cook? Not that much. I used to, but um, not so much anymore. So does your I husband think. cook? Nobody cooks. What do you do? Order in every night? No, no. We just do like stuff that's kind of like quick to put together, and mm-hmm. you know, we're not great at the uh, at the dinner time. Stuff. It's a lot of work to make three it meals is. for. And you know what? I'm trying to. I'm. I, I'm trying to do my stuff. Mm-hmm. Tom's working hard. Milan's working hard. None of us has time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe I'm not fit. Do you ever say? Do you ever just say it's fend for yourself night? Six out of seven. <laughs> <laughs> What's your next song? Next song. I think I'm gonna. Uh, You're choose, gonna uh, mix it up a little bit. Faking it. What's this from? Is this from Bookends? This is from Bookends. Yeah. I like that album cover. It's tangled in the fallen vines. Picking up the punchlines. I've just been faking it. Faking it. Not really making it. Is there any danger? No, no. Just lean on me Take a time to treat you honestly These albums are short too. This album is only 29 minutes. Are 51 you serious? Seconds. Yeah. Wow. 29 minutes. You know, that was that came in it was very it's a very uh performers type song, faking it. Mm-hmm. Picking up the punchlines, yeah. you know. I th- as soon as that line you came know? up, I thought of you. Not really making it. Shut up! You're so no, rude. no. I mean punchlines. You're lines. the host. I meant punchlines oh, that okay. made me think of you. All right, thank. I mean, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, uh, from now on, when Kathy's singing, please turn her mic down. Oh, <laughs> I know. I'm going to be horrified when I hear this. Probably, aren't I? You no, think it drowns me out. Do you right? think you're going to listen to this? When you're on a podcast, you when will. you're on a podcast, you sometimes do you, I do. Sometimes you do. What makes you think that? Oh, I should listen to that. Because I have fun. Because I had fun. Mm-hmm. But I just listened to one part of one, and I just couldn't listen to the rest of it because I was too nervous. What do you want to see? What podcast? It was uh, Vicky Abel. Since I was very, very. Oh, I remember at the time being very open about it. And what's what's the? the it's the road. Um, the road taken. It's called. And what is it? What's that podcast about? What's the subject well, this matter? Is, I, I talk a lot about just my life mm-hmm. and my how I started stand up and what it was like, and I go into my eating disorder, mm-hmm. and it's very personal. Very well, personal I think stuff. I think when you do shows like that, it's harder to listen back. It's it's great to do them and yeah. to get it off your chest, yeah, but yeah. then you don't really. But need I to. should be able to listen to it because you know it would be good grist for my show. Yeah. Oh, that's true. 
How much yeah. how much personal stuff, like really personal stuff, are you talking about in your stand up act right now? In stand up? You're talking well, about I talk about all very true stuff, mm-hmm. but really um certainly compared to my solo show that I'm that I'm rewriting now, it's nothing. And I mean my, my stand up is all about getting to the punchline. I love the title of your solo show. Tell us what it is. Does this show make me look fat? <laughs> When are, we gonna see, part of the show. when are we going to see? When are we going to see that in LA again? I can't tell you. I can't tell because you. Because you don't gonna, know. I'm not going to rush myself. I, oh, I, you don't want to put it. You don't want to well, put. Well, I am going to put a deadline. A, friend, a good friend of mine, uh, somebody I've known for a long time, told me, uh, gave me a good suggestion, and I'm going to do my show as a talk for free. And I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to make a call. I'm going to set the date, and I'm going to write to the date. Okay. And it doesn't matter because nobody I know is going to be there. It's just going to be for me. Okay. And um, so we're not going to know this is happening. No, this is going to be a. I'm going to do it at an eating disorder facility oh, someplace. Okay. You okay. know, I'm going to do a talk. Okay. But it's going to be a show. It's going to be a talk, mm-hmm. and I'm going to know basically this. This goes here. This goes. You know, the sequence of the chunks of the show. Okay. And and I'm, that's how I'm going to work it through. That's how you're going to workshop it. And right. And gonna... what I hope to do is I hope to do my show in theaters and also on a speaker circuit. Then we film this thing. We put it on Netflix. Yeah. That's what we do. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We do that. Mm-hmm. We do that. I mean, I definitely want this to go. I'd, I, I, I want this to go wide because I want it to help people. Yes. Yeah. Of course. You know, and, I mean, certainly more than making money off of it i mean right you know but it need in order for it I mean, to help li- people I mean, it needs to be successful yes, i mean it has to be successful i have to make a livelihood so that i can continue to do it donate all the profits then how am i gonna pay my bills Pat? <laughs> <laughs> did you ever think of that i got I did. bills i got bill- people got bills that's right what's my next song buddy Richard how am Corey? i gonna get my plastic surgery oh, pet I, I, <laughs> you're not gonna go down i am right? not gonna go because you know why you're not why because we've seen how horrific oh my the God, results it's so can be! So awful. Like everybody's talking about these people th- that night. Yeah, I mean, have you had Nicole Kidman? <sighs> Terrifying. Her, hers is fine. Like now, I'm getting used to it to where I'm like, "Hey, Nicole looks great," but it's been. It doesn't look great. It doesn't look great. No, and um, who? She was in feud. Not not what's um not Jessica Jessica Lange. She had she's had sur- she had surgery so long I ago. Know. When it wasn't necessary, I know it's never necessary. I know, it's it's terrible. It's really it's a it's a it's a malady. I think it's a malady, and I think it's something that's encouraged. And you know, in the same way, it's almost like, uh, you know, it's the same way with eating disorder with with anorexia. It's 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 a th- there's a thinly veiled encouragement mm-hmm. to be to have that type of an eating disorder. There is to stay thin. Yeah, you you are encouraged, and and then they look the other way. And then, and then the people who do the encouraging look the other way when you're sick. Well, that's okay. So she'll be fine. You know, just give her a few weeks. Give her <laughs> maybe give her some medication. She'll be okay. Terrible. Ballet dancers, same thing. Terrible. Um, Meg Ryan was the cutest Awful. thing in the world. I know, and she seems to be fine with it. I guess mm. she was adorable. You know who I look to with great admiration, Glenda Jackson. Do you remember Glenda Jackson, who was a wonderful actress, a beautiful actress, but then left acting and went into Parliament. She was in Parliament. Look her up, Kyle. And she has jowls now. Type in Glenda Jackson bikini. Um, I'm kidding. Um, She was in Women in Love. Well, Susan Sarandon looks great. 
Just politically, she's nuts. I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember Glenda Jackson. Now look at her now. She looks like an older person. Well, she looks completely different, but yeah, she looks yeah, like an older person. Like but an how old person. Old, but how old is she? I'm sure she's in her at least 70s. Uh, yeah, she's, she was born in 36. Wow. So, how so old she's is she? she's so in she's her 81. 80s. 81. Wow. 81. And she was stunning in Women in Love. Mm-hmm. Stunning. Remember she had a lot of hair under her armpits. <laughs> I just want to make it to 81. Yeah, my mom's 95. That's yeah, my parents are both uh 80. My every time we get disconnected on the phone mm-hmm. and we finally like call it, we get reconnected, we have to do the she has to do the postmortem of how we got disconnected. <laughs> Have to go through every excruciating step of it. Excruciating? Yeah, that's a word. My mom just says always, "What happened?" That's what my mom says. What happened? And then she starts positing. Well, I I, at first I I was talking, and then I couldn't hear you, and then I thought, (laughs) "Well, where's Kathy? Where's Kathy?" So I hung up. I called you back, and then I got your your message machine. So then I hung up, and then then you called me back, and now I don't know what happened. What do you think happened? I'm sorry, we have to go now. I always, I always call my mom from the car. I'm hands free, calling right. from the car, and so I think she thinks when when there's when when it gets disconnected that I've been in a horrible car accident. Right, of course. That's what my I think. God. She, yeah, you know Judy. Remember Judy Gold's like classic bit about her mother. I don't know if I remember. Where I will when you say it. They get disconnected, and then her mother calls back, and she gets Judy's machine, and maybe Judy had to go out or something. I can't remember, but she gets Judy's machine. And she goes. Judith, where are Judith? Where are you? I, I I think we got disconnected. Where are you? Why don't you pick up the phone? What's going on, Judith? This is not funny. Judith, pick up the phone. Judith, where are you? Okay, bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> she, she would play the actual tape of it in her show. That's it was great. Hilarious. That's great. Hilarious. Okay, bye bye. <laughs> my mom will be like well i guess you're not there and then and like I'm, wait like i'm gonna like i am there and i'm just gonna go no i'm here my and my sister did not get that i had voicemail she would think it was a machine so she'd say cat pick up are you there can you hear me and she didn't realize that it, there's no way no one has a machine because in it's house. in it's in the digital universe do you have a landline at your house anymore for emergencies yeah we just got rid of ours last year oh i don't miss it no, I think we could easily get rid of ours. We really probably could get rid of get ours. Get rid of it. I'll come take it out tomorrow. Please. Yeah, I just can't get rid of it. Should we just pay you the 25 bucks? Just throw it out the window. <laughs> All right. All right, whose turn is it? I forget whose turn it I is. Can't, I think it's yours. Is it Richard Quarry? Yeah. Play Richard oh, Quarry from... My name is Richard Quarry. They say that Richard Corey owns one half of this whole town With political connections to spread his wealth around Born into society, a Donald Trump a child <laughs> He had everything a man could want Power, grace, and style No, he didn't have grace, he didn't have style But I... I work in his factory And I curse the life I'm living And I curse my poverty And I wish that I could be Oh, I wish that I could be Oh, I wish that I could be Richard Corey 
I said, my name is Richard Corey. That was completely wrong. That was wrong. <laughs> We've never had a guest sing this much. I'm sorry. It's Should okay. I shut up? No, you're into it. I love, I love music. We'll fix it in post. I mean, we'll probably, we'll bring you right up there. <laughs> At this is point, it bad? Does it sound bad? No, it, Kyle, does it sound bad? No. Be honest. Uh, there's a, up at the Paul Simon exhibit. You Simon, can. I mean, Kyle, could you say that? Like, no, 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 no. My mother told me if you can't say something nice, just say something brief. There's a thing up at the uh, Skirball Museum. You can put headphones on. There's a microphone there, and you can harmonize with Paul. Wow. Yeah. I would love to do that. You got to get up there. I got to get up there. You can also play drums with some songs from Graceland. There's a whole music oh, room. Wow. It's really cool. I'm going to Graceland. Graceland, Memphis, Tennessee. I'm going to Graceland. <laughs> What's Kathy's next song? Let's see. What do you got for us? Are you going in order or are you jumping around? I'm jumping around. All right. Hazy Shade of Winter. And look around. He's around now. And the sky is a hazy shade of winter. These songs make me want to get out and make pancakes. Seriously, I need to make pancakes. I'll, I'll eat a pancake. Kyle, what are you listening to when you make breakfast? What are you listening to when you make breakfast? Iron Maiden? No, I usually have like a TV show on if I'm. What do you make? Do you, do you make breakfast at home? Once in a while. What do you Once make? In a while. What do you do? Usually it's like eggs and toast. Scrambled? Mm, no, usually like over easy. Over easy? Do you do you do, it, do you get it so the yolk is just right? Yeah. Oh, I love that. And you take the, the runny yolk and you mm-hmm. dip it in there. See, I, I don't like I don't like the runny yolk. Oh, it grosses me out. I like yeah. over hard. Ah. <laughs> I don't even eat like the, I like dip it in and then I eat the white Around and I don't it. eat the yolk part. Give the yolk to the dog. Oh no. God, this is my, I make an Egg McLadman. <laughs> oh, what's egg in that? Egg McLadman is a bagel with melted cheese on it with mm-hmm. a poached egg on top. Then you crack pepper on it, a little bit of salt maybe. And then you eat around, I eat all the white. And I save, I break that yolk at the end. Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. And then I have the bagel and the cheese and it's dipping it in there. Oh, it's so good. How many days a week do we have this? Not often enough. Why don't you make one, make one for yourself a couple times a week? Because you have to go to the bagel store and, you know, I don't always get there. And what ba- What's your favorite bagel? Where do you go? Well, you know, you're in Los Angeles, so it's like good for L.A., but there's there's a there's a good Manhattan bagel, uh, no excuse me, New York bagel on Wilshire, and like Twenty Fourth around there, and there's also a uh, another one I forget the name of it, but it's uh, on Sepulveda. Tell me about a New York City bagel. What is the difference? What do they do to it? Chewy, chewy, uh, big, very big, big. chewy. Yes, um, highly risen. You're holding your hands like the size of a football. Well, yeah, but it's highly, it's very risen uh-huh. and it's uh, very chewy and 
and it's not too dense. Okay. You know, the, the, sometimes they're too dense, but it's not too airy either. And why can't we replicate that here? I don't know here? why. I don't know why. Some people say it's the water. I don't know if that's bullshit or not. Could you imagine what a bagel's like in the middle of the country? Probably oh horrible. Oh, God. It's, well, if you buy a bagel in the middle of the country, you're usually killed immediately. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, and pizza here is also good for L.A. You know? I can't find good pizza. What it's about pizza me. bagels? Pizza, you know, I, I don't like that bullshit. I don't like you know, hybrid. Don't here, hybrid my the foods. Most, the most I'll go is cinnamon raisin. That's the most I'll go. Otherwise, you Anything get, what do you get? That. Just plain? No, I, I mean, the usual. You got, I, This is what I consider a viable bagel. Okay. Pumpernickel, onion, uh, poppy seed, sesame seed, plain. Egg? Egg, is, egg, egg yes. Um, salt, uh, everything. Um, but, uh, and then cinnamon raisin, but the blueberry, no. Chocolate chip, no. No. That's for a donut. That's bullshit. It's not a bagel. <laughs> it's not a bagel. Okay. Asiago, even if it's good, no. It's not mm. a bagel. Now, do you make this, uh. I don't make up the rules. Do you make this Lad McMuffin for the entire family or just Egg for yourself? Egg McLadman. Egg, whatever it is. You just make it for uh, you or for everyone? I would be happy everyone? to make it for everyone else, but nobody else wants it. I'm, when, when I'm at my sister's, I make it for her because she loves it. Your sister? Sometimes we you mash post, avocado on You post a lot of pictures with your sister. She's, uh, I do? Well, I mean, I've seen, your, I've seen quite a few posts. I'm going to say, yeah, daily. No, whenever oh. you're visiting, you post. Oh, yeah, definitely. I love my sister. Do you guys talk on the phone once a week? At least. Well, I think so. Sometimes we lapse a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like my best friend. You know, we don't talk that as often as we used to. Yeah. But she's my best friend of 40 years, and she lives in New York. But we met when we were teaching in Philly, outside of Philly, just outside of Philly. Who's your best friend? Kathy Kinsner. Two Kathys. With a C, both with a C? No, I'm with a C. She's with a K. She's Kathy from Ohio. I'm Kathy from New York. She's big Kathy. I'm little Kathy. And she's not that big either, but I was so little when we met. She's seven foot three? No, she's not seven foot three. But when I, when I when I was so in my disease when I met her, so I was really little. You mean thin, skinny? Yes, really skinny. And did she know something was up? And she and I'm slightly shorter than she is. Also, everybody. Well, you know, it was not that well. It was not that well known. Mm-hmm. In this was 1976 when I met her, and I began practicing my disease, my anorexia. I believe. Probably like in 1974, 75. Yeah, that sounds right. But but no one ever really said anything. Did they just well, think you were... Some people said some things. My mom said some things. And things were starting to come out in the news a little bit yeah. just then. And then I really was diagnosed in 78. And then really... You know, when Karen Carpenter died, that was like shining. I don't even know when that was. Kyle, would you mind looking that like, up? It was like late 70s, early 80s, I think. But that really shined a light on it big it time. It started to, yes. Uh, she died in uh, 1983. Oh, 83. All right. Well, oh, that makes sense. But I had help before that. Mm-hmm. I, I had help before that. But and this was two years after I started doing stand-up that she died. So. Wow. When I started doing stand-up, I weighed in the low 90s. I think you had shoulder pads when I saw you. Oh, God, yes. I think you had it like, a, I can almost see, you. I think you had like a white shirt that maybe had a black like polka dot print or some type really? of print with some shoulder pads. 
And then a kilt. You had a kilt on. Get out of no. here. No, no, no. I, I, you, I think you pants, though. I think you had pants on. Always pants. I didn't wear dresses. No skirts? Always pants. No, no, I mean, now I wouldn't hesitate to, like, if I was on a casual thing, I would, like, if I was going casual uh, summer night, I would go up in a skirt, I, you know, just for the comfort of it. If it was what hot do you out. go on a fancy date with Tom? Fancy date? Yeah. <laughs> That's not happening. <laughs> we don't go on many fancy dates. Isn't that sad? Mother's Day is this week. What's going to happen with her Mother's Day? What do they do I'm for you? I'm doing a show. Mm-hmm. But I mean, in the morning. In the, in the morning, I'm doing a show. Really? Actually. Yeah. Is it a Mother's Day theme show? Uh, it is a Mother's Day brunch someplace. But I'm, I'm thank God I'm only doing 15 minutes on it. Is that in what? In fact, let me see if I got an answer on this. They had me closing the show, and I did this show a couple of mm-hmm. years ago. And you know, I don't want to like. You know, people are going to remember me, and I get like a little bit nervous about that. By the way, Representative Jerry Nadler, my cousin, just want you to know that. All right, that's good. He's good. He's one of the good ones. He's one of the good ones. No, I haven't heard back from Ed, the wonderful Ed Krasnick. So you're going to do a f- different 15 than you did before, though, right? How do I know? I don't know. Didn't you didn't tape it? I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember when on... Just do new stuff. Watch, did you ever watch... Do all your new stuff. How do I know what's new? I don't know. Do you ever watch it? And then you have to have an opening. Because it's not funny. Because it's not funny yet. <laughs> Jesus. Because I'll do all the stuff that sucks. What were you gonna say? Um, oh God, do you remember watch? On, did you ever watch SCTV? Sure. Remember when Bobby Bittman goes on like the late night show, and mm-hmm. his brother told him that he should tape his set. Yeah. He brings on one of those web cord, like one of those big reel to reel tape recorders. <laughs> remember that? <laughs> and it's Eugene Levy, and he's wearing like he's got a real hairy chest, and he's wearing like gold medallions. <laughs> That's really his chest too. It is. It is Eugene. Eugene Levy's. Levy's so hairy. He is hairy. He Look makes at me, those eyebrows. He just pops on the screen. I start laughing. I know. Have you? Did you ever watch SCTV, Kyle? No. You, you need to look oh, it up. God, it's look okay. it really up. funny. It's so great. Look it, up. it was like one of those things, like when I was in high school, it would come on at all weird times. It didn't really have like, it didn't feel and like And I know it, several of those people now. I know, I, I haven't seen Rick Moranis in a long time, mm-hmm. but I know him, Dave Thomas. Mm-hmm. I know Pam, his ex-wife. Um, um, Andrea Martin, Catherine O'Hara. But she, was she in SCTV? No, yeah. she wasn't. Yeah. She was. Yeah, she yeah, was. Yeah. Um, never met John Candy, unfortunately. I met Eugene Levy briefly, but but it would just it would just it didn't seem like it had a time slot. But it would come on very late at night, like on a Friday. Tom, my husband's going to sleep. Exo- oh God, it's a quarter to ten. Exhausto, night on. Have a safe drive. See you. Is that what he okay. said? Exhausto. Exhausto. We say that. I'm gonna tell him good night. Pat, this is how long is this podcast? Well, we've only been Do recording. You edit it? No. Wow. We've only been recording for one hour and nineteen minutes. So let's play a couple more songs. Okay. And um, and then I'll get you on the road. Is it my turn, Kyle? Mm-hmm. This is a great song for Emily. Wherever I may find her. Oh, I love this. What this is a great one. That's art. Pressed in organdy, clothed in crinoline. Smoky burgundy, softer than the rain. I wandered empty streets down past the shop displays. I heard cathedral bells dripping down the alleyways 
I mean, an unbelievable lyricist. ran to me, your cheeks blushed with the night. It's unbelievable, the lyrics that he came up with. Hey, motherfucker. (laughs) Motherfucker. I like this. Hey, motherfucker. This is a guy. I like this song. Oh, God. What has happened? (laughs) What has happened? I sound like old lady laughing. What has happened? Are you going on a... a, Is that an anti-rap rant? Is that what you're doing? I mean, I just appreciate language. I love language. I wrote a new joke about language. I, I said, I really, I, so you can probably tell I, I love language. So if anybody tells me that he ate shit take mushrooms for dinner, I'm not going to be having a conversation with him anytime soon. <laughs> that's a t- that's shiitake, Kyle. I think we all know that. Shiitake. Yeah. We all know that. It's spelled with two eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, is it my turn? My turn? Do you hear that? That's my, that's my, oh, it's that's your my beer. whiskers. Kyle, yeah, let me hear yours. Yeah. Your mine? Eh, not so much. No, that now, yeah. Oh, the sideburns, yeah. Oh, that's up top. <laughs> up top. <laughs> All right. Um, what do I want to do? Hmm. Hmm. Let's do poem on the underground wall because that's a very off. That's kind of a beatnicky thing. Yeah, I like the. You know, everyone knows the hits, so it's uh, yeah. it's fun to play Crash. a deep one, a deep cut. This train is nearly due, the underground is closing soon In the dark, deserted station, restless in anticipation A man waits in the shadows His restless eyes leap and scratch at all that they can touch or catch Hidden deep within his pocket, safe within his silent socket He holds his colored crayon He's a poet. Now from the tunnel stony yeah. womb, the carriage rides to meet the groom and opens wide and welcome doors, but he hesitates, then withdraws deeper in the shadow. I mean, he must have been such an old soul at such a young age. Oh, I mean, my God. I mean, to write these songs yeah. at 21. Yeah. I mean, at 75 years old, he must feel like he's 406 years old. Oh, my God. That's why he's so cranky. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's how he's very Absolutely. cranky. But there are people who are old souls. Do you think you're an old soul? No. I think I'm an old soul. Yeah, I know I'm, I'm an definitely old soul. not. Yeah, I'm no. definitely an old soul. Yeah, I'm not. I, my wife wishes I was a little bit of an older soul. Yes, I'm, you're a kid. I'm nonsense all the time. It's funny because I have this great capacity to be joyful and childlike, mm-hmm. but I really have this. When are we going to see that? <laughs> I have this real intensity. <laughs> I have this real intensity. Yeah. Um, can you see that? Can you see that dichotomy in me? Yeah, I can. Yeah. But you know, you're. Pr- I'm sure with your. With, and that's why I've been with, with your time. with your daughter. You're probably uh, joyful. We are. We're very joyful. We get very silly together. But now she's all angst. You know, she's What's she all angsty about? She's 13. Okay, Jerry Nadler has an emergency petition. Oh, that's this is going to be old news by the time I should yeah, talk Yeah, it's going to be a week old. You can right. tell me afterwards. Isn't that sad that Donald Trump died? <laughs> <laughs> not really. Sad? I what? think not. Here's what we're going to do. I saw it coming. 
We're gonna each play two more songs, and then we're gonna play. two more. Yeah. Okay. We'll do it. We'll do it quickly with no talking. All right. No talking. No talking. And That's then, Robert Klein's. Remember that? Robert <laughs> right? Klein's like, no talking. In the event of a nuclear holocaust, there will be no talking. <laughs> Is that my list? Yeah. Let's play. I love Mrs. Robinson. So let's play Mrs. Robinson. The Graduate's one of your favorite movies, Kathy? It's a great movie. I love it so much. You know what I love? And I can't remember the actress's name, and she died fairly recently, the one who plays Ben's mother. Mm-hmm. When he says, um, Ben's going to marry Elaine. Ah! When she comes <laughs> through the, in the kitchen door. Was that the best? Yes. Oh, my God. What a great take that was. I love everything about that movie. Oh, my God. You got to work with the director of that movie. Now, here's my... Re- I'm going to show you a Mrs. Robinson's pose of mine. Okay. This is from... This is in my trailer when I was taping. I'm dying up here. This yeah. is just one of my. That is unbelievable. Doesn't that isn't that a Mrs. Robinson's thing? That is very much. Isn't, isn't that it? crazy? Isn't that sort of? Now, who are you trying to seduce that day? Obviously, someone. Ben. I was looking at myself. Did you take that picture yourself? Yes. But doesn't that seem like Mrs. Robinson? No, it's very Anne Bancroft for yeah. sure. Much more so than... I like how they have your hair in the show. Yes. There's another one. And that's your I hair. Trying, they just, I was trying to be... Mrs. They just Robinson. straightened it up. Um, they just straightened it out. How long does it stay like that? The next day it's you wake as up... As long it, as I want to, but it's just... I can't stand it. I'll show you... An, I'll see if I can find another picture from the show. But this is boring. You should t- keep talking. This is good radio. <laughs> keep talking. Where were you? Where were you for Jim's party? I was there. We what? said we oh, sat. We sat together. Yeah, that's we sat right. and talked. Never mind. Never mind. And, and, and your husband talked to Pilar about screenwriting. Here is my. Here are my kids. That is my seven foot three. Look at him. That is insane. Isn't that a great shot? That is a great shot. Yeah. He's palming that basketball. Yep. The coke can. The can in his hand looked like a thimble. I know. <laughs> oh, this makes me sad. I saw this fake mustache on the uh, ground, and. I said, I'm, She's showing me a picture of a mustache, a fake on, mustache on the, on the, on the, on the pavement by mm-hmm. on, uh, at Santa Monica, and I took a picture of it because, and I emailed it to Kevin Meany, mm. and it's making me really sad now. Okay, we don't get sad. Maybe that's a real mustache. Maybe someone fell down no. face first and their mustache came but off. But Kevin, but when we were, I was in Mexico with Kevin for a comedy festival, he kept, uh, somebody kept, some guy would say, some vendor would say, Senor, you dropped your mustache. And then it would make you look and you go, oh, is that funny? So and Kevin Ed would keep going, Senor, you dropped your mustache. So I just emailed him this photo <laughs> and he said he laughed so hard. That guy could not have been an old soul. <sighs> Kevin? No, no, he was such a no child. Way. Such a child. Give me another uh, song. Tell you what. Oh, uh, another song. Okay. One more. Uh, one okay, more one from more. you. And then I'll play it, and then we'll do a play out song. I got one. But I'm trying to choose more obscure ones. Um, um, f- 
flowers never bend in the flowers never bend with the rainfall. All right. Giving myself a physical face. The mirror on my wall casts an image dark and small, but I'm not sure at all. It's my reflection. Listen to those words. I'm by the light of God and truth and right, and I wander in the night without direction. So I'll continue to continue to pretend my life will never end. And flowers bend in the rainfall. That's the way it is, folks. And taxes. And taxes. They actually rewrote and edited that line out. <laughs> okay. Is that gorgeous? What do you have to promote? You, where are you on Twitter? What's your Twitter handle? It's very cryptic. Get ready. Get your pencils mm-hmm. out. At Kathy Ladman. That's it. At Kathy Ladman. With a C. With a C and with an L. Ladman, like, L-A-D-M-A-N. So hard for people to hear. So easy to write. What's your middle name? Ellen. Ellen. Kathy Very Ellen. Very popular in the 1950s. Kathy Ellen L- Ladman. Kathy Ellen Ladman, C-E-L. That was my circle pin. Cell. <laughs> we all had circle pins made of gold. Um... And you have a website? I have a website, once again, very cryptic, www.kathyladman.com. Why would you want to make it any harder? I know, right. You wouldn't. No. I couldn't get Pat. But for some reason, I made my Instagram C.E. Ladman, but it's private, so nobody can go there. So screw you. But you just gave it out, (laughs) so so if we go there, you have to accept us. No, I don't. Now I doubt. No, I mean, but in order to see your things, you would have to accept us. Yes, I would have to. And you so, wouldn't. And I'm not going to no. because I want to keep it a little. Uh, that's my tight circle. <laughs> <laughs> that's my tight circle. How many people in a tight circle? Seven? 300. <laughs> uh, what is this wine we were drinking tonight? It's, just called, it's tasting better as it goes on. It's called Saldo? Or Saldo. Sa- Saldo. And it's, and it's written... It's got a, the label is one of those three dimension and three dimensional dimo those dimo labels. I don't even know if people rem- remember what we're talking about. You know the thing where you 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 physically move the yeah, dial and, and you go click squeeze it squeeze it, it yeah, and I, it, it makes it a physical impression on the tape. Yes, exactly. Who invented? I wonder who invented that. It was brilliant, and when my dad got it, no one else had it. And I went in the next day to school, and I had everything labeled. I was like, "Oh my God, Kathy, how did you get this?" So I promised to make everybody Newton labels that night, of course, because I wanted everybody to like me. You could have made some money. You could have sold those. Labels. I just wanted people to like me. And, did and that and that trend continued onto the stage. <laughs> <laughs> Up who into, else would do what we do? Did um. What other question did I have for you? I had a question. Yeah, Were you an extrovert in school? You... Um, yeah, I guess I was. I was class clown in junior high school. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. It was the happiest day of my life. I was so, you know, most of the girls wanted to be most popular, mm-hmm. prettiest. Yeah. I wanted to be class clown. Sure. I was so happy. I was, I was class like clown elated. too. You were? Yes. In what, when, what grade? Uh, senior year. 
High school? Yeah, high school. Oh, I was. This is middle school because high school, I I, I went underground. <laughs> I did high school. I, I was miserable. I hated living in my parents' house. I just did my schoolwork. I got in and out as fast as I could. I graduated at sixteen. Wow! And then and then and went had two days. You joined weekend, the army. Had a weekend and went to college. Wow! At sixteen. At sixteen. I graduated college when I was nineteen. You must have been very mature at sixteen. I think I was. I, I told you I was an old soul. Yeah. You know, I was an old soul, but yet, I mean, I think I'm a good combo. I'm an old soul, yet I'm, I have this real childlike quality in myself. And you like to sing. And I love singing. Well, everyone go follow Kathy on, not on Instagram. That's for her tight circle. It's my tight circle. Sorry. Twitter. Don't mean to be, you know, rude. But go to Twitter, at Kathy Ladman. And Kyle, you're at Kyle Dotson Funny. Yep. We are at Rock Solid Show. I am at Pat underscore Francis because I couldn't get Pat Francis. Oh, are you kidding? It's there that someone has it, someone has it and they haven't tweeted for like four years. Wow, that's annoying. It is annoying. I, I'm trying to change my Instagram name and I don't know how. Hmm. I don't think you can. I don't, I don't think you can. can. Might have to cancel. I think it you have to actually go to the DMV to do that. <laughs> what are you looking up, Kyle? I'm seeing my, someone has my name, but I don't know. What are you looking up, Kyle? Yeah, what, Kyle is BR, what does BPRD stand for? Yeah, oh, it's from a comic book, Hellboy. Oh. No, yeah. Well, we're not interested in that. What does it stand for? The Bureau of Paranormal Research and oh. Defense. All right. Okay. How, how many going? times do you explain that a day? <laughs> Every person you come in contact with, I have to just pretty open much. Up the, I just have to open up the New York Times just to see. All right. Our playout song for tonight. Oh, is, what is it? Oh, you get to choose it. Well, i I think it's I think it's a good I one think to play I just out on. Into the microphone, That's okay. By the way. We're gonna play out with. Um, I think it's actually on Kathy's list, though. It is, but I'm choosing it. Oh, this was uh this was the la- This was one of the last songs they did together. It wasn't on a Simon and Garfunkel album. It was on Simon a Simon album. It was on a Garfunkel album, uh-huh. but it was a Simon and Garfunkel song, and it was My Little Town. Yes. So thank you for coming it to... It sounds very Simon. Yes. So thank you for coming to my little town of Woodland Hills and I recording very, this tonight. I am very, very happy. Kyle, thank you. Thanks. And let's play out with my little town. To have been here. I finished my sentence. Please turn uh, Kathy's mic down as quickly as possible. Shut up, Pat. You're awful host. You're so mean. I grew up believing God keeps his eye on us all And he used to lean upon me As I pledged allegiance to gates of the factories My mom doing the laundry Hanging our shirts in the dirty
Hey everybody, welcome to the Rock Solid After Party. Now this is a new segment that we're going to try, you know, not all the time, but once in a while when we have something special, something fun to do, and we have that today. I have uh, an amazing recording artist, a singer-songwriter. Her band is called Tiny Stills, but she is called Kaylin West. Hello, Kaylin. Hey, how's it going? It's going well. We are uh, we are recording at my house. We are in the we call this the Rock Room. It's lovely. Maybe this is, I might call this the White House West. Sure. That's what I'm going to call it. It's very epic. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> uh, so we're here because I invited you here because I saw that you have a Kickstarter I do. happening because you're working on your second full length LP. Yes. Second record. Second record. I'm doing it. I'm making a record. And this is going to, this is going to be out on vinyl too, correct? Yeah. Yeah, that's what everybody wants. I did a poll. They want it. I'm like, let's do it. Let's make, <laughs> let's do a cool record. I looked at your Kickstarter page. You have some cool, um, what do they call them? Rewards? Is that what we call them? Yeah. Perks? Let's call them rewards. I feel like that's a good And um, the title of the upcoming album will be? Is Undecided. Oh, it's, the title is Undecided. Currently, it's currently, there's a couple different options, but I haven't settled on one yet. That's that's how so uh, new it, it is. It's just the Kaylin West uh, untitled project. Currently untitled. Did you think about having a um, a reward where if you give enough money, you get to name the album? <laughs> that's like that's like something I have to live with for my whole life. It's yeah. like a tattoo. It's like a musical yep. tattoo. Yeah, I could do that. There's uh, if you turn around <laughs> and look right back there, there, see that there's a Sammy Hager album. He's uh -huh. jumping in the air. Yeah. With, it's, it's next to Nick Lowe. Where where is that? Uh, See, uh, there's a lot of it's right here, next to the thermostat. There's okay. a thermostat, yeah. Okay, see him, it has a blue it. background, red guitar, yeah. Got it. So, that album was just called Sammy Hagar, mm. but when it came out in 1987 88, MTV had a contest where you could name the album, and so the second pressing then had the name of the album that the uh, the contest winner came up with. That's awesome, and it was called uh, I Never Said Goodbye. That's a great title, it's pretty good, yeah. I feel like sometimes people come up with like horrible ideas and they're like, you're going to live with this one. Yeah. But, but that's that was, a great title. That was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um, another contest I remember from MTV, <laughs> I shouldn't say this, but uh, Loverboy uh, had a video contest where you could be in the video. Yeah. And uh, a girl won who was not, let's say, camera ready. Oh, no. And um, like there's all these model type girls and then they cut to her and she's like, it's like some futuristic post-apocalyptic bullshit video. Right. And they cut to her and she just like, she's like in a control room behind a desk and she just like flips a switch. Well, she was probably stoked though. She was probably stoked. You know, she's like, she was probably stoked. The best thing. Yeah. Oh. But uh, yeah, I think the song's called Queen of the Broken Hearts. So look that up. Okay. Uh, okay. I don't know why I got off on that team. Oh, because no. we were talking about... Uh, Titles, titles of albums yeah. so let me ask you something okay. how long have you been playing uh and writing and music all your life um yeah yeah on pretty much i mean i started playing guitar when i was 12 so i i played saxophone first because i wanted to be like lisa simpson because that was like <laughs> the thing right right <laughs> in band do you still play saxophone i don't i'm full of regrets because saxophone is now a very cool instrument to play. To throw, are you kidding me you need to throw like a like a sax solo in one of these songs. No. Everyone's doing it. Everyone's doing can it. Can you now. play sax at all? I can play one note. Hmm. I think I remember how to do one. I was thinking about it the other day. Maybe something to just close the album out. Just, <laughs> just one note. Just <laughs> beep, 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 beep. <laughs> so guitar is your uh, instrument of choice. Yes, but I play a lot of different instruments. Let, let me hear it. What else do you play? 
Um, mostly string stuff. The weirdest ones being probably banjo and mandolin. Banjo is very difficult, correct? Yeah. There's a couple different t- uh, techniques for like your right hand that I don't think I know correctly how to do them. But okay. I, I played classical guitar for a long time, so I kind of fake it. But aren't you're like plucking everywhere on the banjo, right? On the neck, on the whatever you yeah, call the there, other part. Yeah, there's a lot of plucking happening. And there's actually, there's picks that you put on your fingers too. Like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen Steve Martin when he plays. Right, yeah, he's great. Um, but yeah, really hard to do that. That feels really strange. Steve Martin uh, was born with too much talent. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he's a guy that paints, probably <laughs> writes poetry. And it's amazing. Yeah, it's all great. Right. Oh, that guy. I hate it. Yeah, whenever I see someone play banjo, though, it's insane. Yeah, I love it, though. It's a cool texture. So now, your band is called Tiny Stills. Yes. Are you like Are you like Prince or Todd Rundgren? Are you playing every instrument on every song? For the demos of all the songs that I've done for mm-hmm. the record, yeah, I play, well, I'll, I'll, I'm going to say, <laughs> I happen to live and love a very amazing drummer who plays. We know Tony. The, yeah, right. So Tony plays drums on the demos and he's going to play on the record too. Okay, Tony but Faxton, Tony I'm going to say his name. Yeah. Because um, you brought it up. I never do that. No, I never bring, like, when someone has okay. a spouse that also does, like, the same thing or whatever, I, I'm like, no, it's not their episode. But we'll, okay. No, that's fine. I have to give him credit because it's, like, he's super great. And he played his drums on the demos, but I pretty much do everything else. Does he listen to you? If you don't like something, will you tell him and he'll change it up? Yeah, but amazingly, like, we're pretty much on the same page. Well, that's good. Most you, of the time, which You guys is should great. get married. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we will. Yeah, Maybe. <laughs> Maybe in August. (laughs) I'm just going to throw that out there. Sure. What if that's one of the perks? uh, If you pledge enough, you get to come to your wedding. Oh, my God. That that might be even worse than getting the name down. (laughs) Um, Okay. So, but then when you play out live, you have band members. And who are are these uh, gentlemen or ladies? I don't Uh, know. Maybe they're ladies. Yeah. Actually, um, my friend, who Natasha, who plays uh, guitar, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, in it and my other friend Harry plays bass and then right now Tony plays drums but it's kind of a rotating cast of characters okay. it has been since the beginning of this project and will uh will those two people also be on the album on some tracks or no, no? I'm gonna play all the other instruments except That's for it. drums and bass did you yeah. do that on your first album sure did the first album was called falling is like flying yes it is That's a good title yeah that album I wrote my kind of backstory as a musician um, for well, as tiny stills actually is that I got held up at gunpoint at, at a bakery in like 2011. That's horrible. It was yeah, it was a life changing experience, right? It's like split my life into before and after. And I wrote that first batch of songs as a way to like feel more connected to people mm-hmm. again. Um, so they're super personal and mostly about like the falling out of the friends and relationships that I had afterwards. Because once something like that happens to you, you're like a different person. Um, and you have to kind of learn how to adjust to something horrible happening. Yeah. And a lot of times people in your life don't know how to adjust with you. Um, and that leads to like a new chapter in your life. So that album was the first album I recorded after it. Uh, so a lot of it's super, super sad, super personal. But it's it's actually a really happy sounding album because I wanted to feel happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I it, made a happy sound. And, and it is it is a, a very happy sounding album. And you know what? Let's let's hear let's hear something from it so cool. people know. What uh, what kind of music you're doing? Uh, sure. Let's do um, track one. Is starting over is a lot like giving up. Mm-hmm. 
There it is. Now, see, when I met you, the first time I met you, mm-hmm. I didn't know that you did music. And then Tony mm-hmm. told me you did. Yeah. And then I looked you up on YouTube and I saw all your fun videos. Yeah. I make fun videos. You do make sometimes. fun videos. <laughs> now, there's a, um, there's a great video for a song we're going to play in a little bit called uh, 15 to 17 Months. Yeah. That was fun. That was so amazing. Yeah. There's puppets in it. There's puppets. I love puppets. I know. I do too. Uh, my friend Nate Little, he, I met him through doing music stuff, but he makes puppets. So he made those ones in the video and we shot it and it was actually really hard. Puppets are a lot harder to work with than most people who <laughs> Do don't they have, work with puppets. No. What does a puppet want uh, in the green room or <laughs> right. w- what does it need on the craft service table? <laughs> I know, like so much. Now, let me tell you something. When, when, when people say, oh yeah, and we made a video, I uh-huh. mean, this looks like, this looks like a, it's a professional, professionally shot video. Yeah. We, the whole way. It's amazing. Right. We rented a camera um, and I edit most of those, most of my videos. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, I let my friend Taylor Allen edit and he shot and directed it and it was came out great. So so wait a minute. You're Now you're almost in the Steve Martin category now because now you're telling me <laughs> you play all these instruments, you wrote all these songs. Was that you doing the ooh-ooh, the background vocals? Yeah. On, see? And then you also edit. I Yeah, edit video. You and Steve Martin. Do you paint? I don't. That you could. <laughs> I should try. <laughs> Who designed the uh, the iTunes album cover that I'm, I'm looking at for Falling is Like Flying? I had that design of the, I called it the Strange Bird. Mm-hmm. Um, I had that commissioned um, oh, from cool. a friend from Chicago, but then I I figured out how to do um, do it. I made that. <laughs> it's not, it's just actually one Are you kidding design. me? No, because you, you have to do a lot. I mean, I'm an independent artist. I mean, I don't. I don't have a budget, so mm-hmm. I have to get creative. So I like my album is hand stamped and oh. handmade, and the, the liner notes are all handwritten. But you did this thing I on did. iTunes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did the thing. I'm angry. I'm angry at you Sorry. and Steve Martin. <laughs> um, I'm flattered. <laughs> what I can do is I can push this button and talk in here and then play um, songs. Actually, I can't even do that. The producer usually <laughs> does that. All You're I can doing do is great. all I can do is talk. You're doing great. Maybe I should be the producer. and I'll let Kyle host. Um, so are you from a musical family? Do people, uh, your mom and dad, they play instruments? They don't. Your brothers and sisters? My sister played bass for a while mm-hmm. in high school. We're um, we're like 16 years apart. 16 years apart? Yeah. So we kind of grew up in different households. Who's She's older? She's older. Okay. Yeah. Like my whole, my brother and my sister are both a lot older than me. So they left a bunch of instruments around and my first guitar was my sister's. Okay. Um, old guitar. But... That is pretty much why. Like I, I play because they left them around or sent them to me for gifts. And so you just independently went, grabbed this guitar, these instruments that people left around, and just started playing. Yeah. I, I mean, my first, like I said, Lisa Simpson, mm-hmm. the OG <laughs> inspiration <laughs> behind music. Um, but I got an acoustic guitar for Christmas one year. I didn't really, like I didn't know I was going to play guitar. Mm-hmm. And she had sent it to me, my sister. And that kind of became the beginning of it because I, I started writing songs because I couldn't play anyone else's songs, you know. So you had to write your so own. So I had to write yeah. my own. So I felt like I was good. So did you self? <laughs> did you were you self taught on guitar? For the first, uh, I think like six months I was, mm-hmm. and then my mom was like, "Oh, you're like serious. You're getting good at this. I'll get you lessons," you know. And then I started taking different lessons from different people and. I studied classical, like I said, so like fingerstyle and, nice. you know, I got into that. 
So who, when you, before you uh, started to play music, who did you listen to? Who were some of the artists that you enjoyed? I had a horrible taste in music as a kid. It's okay. I have horrible taste <laughs> in music right now. Great. Except for um, Tiny Stills. No, oh, thanks. <laughs> um, I guess, well, I grew up listening to like a lot of, like, I guess punk and grunge and um, mostly records my sister left behind. Mm-hmm. So she was like DC hardcore punk that she would leave. And okay. then I listened to pop, you know, like I grew up loving pop music um and then i kind of ventured into angrier stuff as they you know and if you were if you were going to tell the audience like the type of music uh you do who what would i don't like to categorize or pigeonhole music but uh who is another artist that you feel like that's if you like this this is that's kind of what i do or are you sure or do you want to just pretend like you're total original no i'm definitely not totally original (laughs) Um, I get compared to Rilo Kylie a lot. Oh, that's perfect. Yes, yeah. yes, so definitely. So I'm kind of in this like kind of almost quirky um, <clears throat> indie rock situation. Mm-hmm. So I, I love Death Cab for Cutie because it's kind of alt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? um, I love the songwriting of Death Cab and Ben Gibbard and stuff, but I also get pigeonholed as Rilo, Rilo Kylie-esque. That's perfect. That, that's woman. that's right on the... So. That, yeah, because you're a woman. <laughs> I was going to say you're very much like a Lisa Loeb <laughs> because she's a woman. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, no, Rilo Kylie, that's like a perfect, yeah. perfect example. Of and what I love you do. Rilo Kylie, so I'm very flattered every time I get that. You need to go on tour together. I would love that. She needs I, to open for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll let her know. <laughs> um, uh, tell, us, uh, tell us the Kickstarter. How do we find that? I want to get that information out. Um, sure. You can go to my website, uh, tinystills.com. Oh, you own that? Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> God damn it. I'm so gullible. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm I do. Sorry. I really do. I yeah, bought I it. it. I bought the domain. Tiny stills and it's, it's spelled <laughs> just like tiny and just like stills. Yeah. Like you think it is. Okay, tiny stills. And, uh, you can go there and uh, there's a link to the Kickstarter and you can check out the rewards. You can basically pre-order the vinyl. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get cool merch. I'm making a t-shirt designed by my friend, uh, Christine Toon. Tuna, Thune, Tuna. Um, she's a funny last name. Uh, and it's it's uh, it's cool. I'll even, there's a reward tier where you can uh, get me to go buy some records that I love. I'll drive down to Amoeba and I'll pick out two records. I'll make a video of it and talk to you about the records. And I love stuff like that. Yeah, so That's like, really fun. Yeah, just like records. Because it's that, personal. Then. Yeah, like Desert Island mm-hmm. things or I'll make you a playlist if you tell me like, I want a playlist that I can dance around and naked in my living room too. Perfect. I will curate that and I'll send that to you. So um, yeah, go to my website, tinystills.com and you can check it out there. And what is the time frame on this? May 31st it ends. May 31st it ends. I have to hit my goal or no record. We're recording this May 9th and then this will drop next thursday which is what is that day tomorrow 10th 11th drop on the 18th yeah oh come on guys you gotta help her out here yeah Yeah. so it's going great i saw the the album cover you have the album cover up right don't you have some album art there um i don't i think i had i think i had some like placeholder stuff okay but i i'm going to have album artwork ideally i'm not gonna make it i'm gonna get someone else to make it you know like a pro pro. Is this going to be on CD too or just vinyl and download? Just vinyl and download. If you buy the vinyl, is there a download uh, code in there too? Yes, there is. Just vinyl and, and download. Yep. That is really, that's your, forget the CD. Yeah, forget the CD. Screw it. I don't know. If you have the download code, you can burn your own CD. You can burn it if you want it. A lot of people don't have CDs, CD players anymore. I do. 
I have tons of CDs. <laughs> I not only love your CDs, but I love how they're organized and how they're displayed. So. It's kind of crazy. They That's start beautiful. up there really high. I can barely reach it. So I know you I definitely probably can. cannot. I'm like third row. <laughs> you So as far as if you wanted to listen to ACDC or Brian Adams, <laughs> yeah. you're done. No, bottom half of the alphabet. That's it. <laughs> you can't get air, can't. You can't get to Aerosmith. Nope. You know what? Though? I think you can reach the Beatles. So you're cool. Yeah. You're fine. I'll, I'll survive. Let me play a little <laughs> bit of this uh, 15 to 17 months, uh, which is a, a really cool song. And this is the one that you can go to YouTube and check out the video for. Here we go. I heard it takes 15 to 17 months to get over and forget the pain or it takes twice the time it took to live through in the first place and so I grit my teeth and bear it. I know there's no better way. It's a fact and it's been proven. Time is the only escape. It must be love because it's teaching me to hate. What was I thinking? What Now, I can't imagine anyone not listen, uh, listening to this and not wanting to buy it. Because this is, for me, this is exactly what type of music I like. Mm, thank you. It's, it's right, I mean, I like other stuff too. But this is like <laughs> right in my, I'm like, oh my God, this is, this is it. Yeah. Uh, the name, Tiny Stills, where did that come from? Um, it came from the idea that like each song for me was just a kind of snap, like a, like a small glimpse into what I was experiencing at mm -hmm. any given time. And so I, I oh, that's came cool. up with the name Tiny Stills. Because, yeah, thanks. Because um, a lot of times the production in these songs kind of varies. You know, I a lot of times people are like, well, what's your genre? And I'm like, I don't know, man. <laughs> that's I what just I write. ask. I kind of yeah. ask that. <laughs> right. But it's, it's kind of hard because I feel like as a songwriter, I don't like giving a certain song a certain production just because people say I'm this or that. This or that. And, you know, I don't, I don't want to be pigeonholed and... and I, I want to be out of the box when I want to be. Um, <clears throat> just do what I want. I want to do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Again, tinystills.com. That's where you can find all the information for Kaylin's Kickstarter for the upcoming album. And again, when when would the album, do you have a release date planned? I don't, but I'm thinking it's going to be about a year production. I'm going to finish okay. recording in September. Mm -hmm. um, and I... Ideally, well, I would like to be done and mixed by September. I've got plans for a studio and everything mm -hmm. lined up should this come to fruition, which I please hope it does. Um, and then it, it'll just be a matter of pressing, which takes a while because, yeah. you know, people love vinyl and record store day is cray cray. And it's going to be colored vinyl, right? Yes. What color? <sighs> you know, I haven't decided yet. Also, something maybe everyone who donates to the Kickstarter can tell me what they think because I love lots of different colors of vinyl. You know, my I'm not favorite sure which one's my, my favorite color vinyl is black. So <laughs> think about okay. think about it. It's rare. <laughs> think about it. Check it out. Um, <laughs> man, I wish you would have brought your guitar. You could have played live today. I know. Shucks. She did bring her guitar. <laughs> uh, so you're gonna play um Yeah. You're gonna play a song that'll be on the upcoming album? Yeah, I'm gonna play a new one. 
and will it be on the upcoming album mm-hmm. or or what if it doesn't make no, the well, cut then this will be an exclusive it, it, it will be exclusive yeah for sure okay so is it going to be weird for you we're in a room mm-hmm. alone and you're going to just sing me a song no you're fine with that no, now should i move should i move this mic over there too to maybe yeah. pick up some of the guitar that would be great because this is kind this of up. a yeah, we're not. We no one's ever sang and recorded up here before. Oh, this is first time. Not, I mean, they've done it at the other studio, but not here. Cool. No, this will be great. Okay, I'm gonna move this over. Here. Okay. Yeah, that's perfect. I just did some roadie duties. <laughs> so this is a song that you wrote. Yep. Well, that doesn't sound too bad. No. Uh, that, that's a compliment. Great. I meant. <laughs> I mean, because of this room. You're a professional engineer. And what's the song called? Um, this one's called My Skin. And this is a song that doesn't sound like any of the songs we played earlier in the show. Um, this one's about being depressed, and it's about depression and feeling alienated and alone. And it's a real, real happy one. Well, I'm not going to make eye contact. Okay. <laughs> don't. Yeah, don't. Can you just turn around? <laughs> All right, everybody, please welcome... Kaylin West. I have numbers to call if I feel down. I get visits from friends from out of town. throw a party I'd invite everyone I know I'd laugh extra loud but I don't know who listen when everyone is gone home the loneliest I've ever been is right here inside of this Wherever I go, it seems to follow from everywhere else I've been. I could run away, but I can't escape my skin. But I look happy in pictures my family takes. Someone to call my 
sheds light into my sleeping eyes and I can see through me I can see through me the loneliest I've ever been There's just two of us in here. There's just two of us. That was fantastic. Thank you. It was great. Thank you. You didn't warm up or anything either. I want to tell people that. You just walked up my driveway with your guitar and you're and you're all set to go. Yep. And a cough drop and some tea, baby. Cough drop and some tea. Yep. Oh. Do you have are you, are you do you have a cold? Yeah. You do. Oh. I know. I launched a Kickstarter. I just like I launched a Kickstarter and I was like, oh, I'm going to do all these cool like, you know how you can do Instagram live. You can do mm. all these like live yeah, yeah. cool things. And I'm like, I get up and I'm like, oh no, I'm so sick. I can't do it. I got any sick of it. right after I launched it. Anyway, you can't do it? You don't like the live stream stuff? Oh no, no, no. I do. I oh. I know I was I was answering for you. I'm like, no, I can't. I'm sick. I can't do it. Oh. I was adding oh, yeah, on yeah, top yeah. of. Oh yeah, yeah. It was just I just, you know, Kicking it takes a while. I complete my wife's sentences all the time and not in a good way to where like, we're so cl- we're so compatible, we complete complete each other's sentence. Like I'll complete and she'll go, no, that's not what I was going to say. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. That's usually what it is. I'm like, yeah. She's like, blah, blah, blah. And I'll go, oh, because it didn't. And she's like, no, that's not at all what I was going to say. I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. I love it. Your updates are great. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> those are all true. You can't. I, I love it. You can't make I it really up. I really do. Um, I wish I could play guitar. I can't play guitar. I, I was, uh, my wife got me a guitar for my 40th birthday. Yeah. That was 13 years ago. <laughs> uh, and I, um, I just, uh, just never, I like it. I like having it. Yeah. I just, I just, it just, something feels awkward about it to you. No, no. I like holding it. I, I, <laughs> I, I think I could play it. I just, um, I just haven't got around to it. Yeah. That's called procrastination. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Big time. Well, I used to teach guitar lessons to like sick, my youngest student was six years six years old um and it was it's hard it's it's hard for kids it's hard for adults there's a learning curve there's some stuff but now can you hear something and just play it well there's a lot of like line there's a lot of cliches and chord changes and stuff that you hear all the time yeah you know in in pop music um so it depends on the song some people are really great at that i'm like okay at it how many chords do you would I need to know to play a song? Sometimes like one. <laughs> That's <laughs> the song I need you to need learn. Maybe three. If you know three, you can do like most songs, I feel like. That's insane. Yeah, isn't it? It's, that really is. But it's like that's all you need for like a good song. I mean there's a lot of great songs with only three chords. I don't know any off the top of my head. Google does. <laughs> <laughs> do you um do you have a favorite artist? No. 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 I mean, I admire a lot of different mm-hmm. people. If I had to say one person's the best, it would be Prince. But. And uh, did you get to see Prince in concert? No. Oh, no. It's like one of my biggest regrets. Yeah. I, I got to see him, not when he did those 25 or whatever, how many forum shows, but I saw yeah. him at the Staples Center. But yeah, it was it was pretty amazing. Was it awesome? It was awesome. And I mean, I'm just a casual Prince fan. Like, I like all the hits. Yeah. And, but, but I was totally into the show the whole time. I wasn't like... I wasn't like play some hits when he wasn't because he was, they were amazing. The band was amazing. Yeah. 
and he had a he had a fireman pole in the middle of the stage and he would like just slide down under the stage from time to time and then just, just let the band jam out and then he would walk back up later oh my god <laughs> i know it's That's crazy so amazing what was the last concert you saw uh, oh my god it wasn't anyone who was it oh i went to go see uh my friend my friend anthony ranieri he's in a band called bayside and they were playing with say anything and reggie and the full effect and i went to go see them um he did a co-write with me on for the album oh okay cool and so i had i went to go see them and i spent a lot of time talking to him and i i missed the show but those are also like really great bands that i would have loved to have seen so do you support a lot of independent artists around town do you go to shows and stuff i try to yeah i feel like the thing about being an independent musician is is i support so many i watch my friends from afar Mm -hmm. do what they love and i support them as much as i can and i'll you know talk about it but so often i know that each of us are individually so busy trying to just work yeah you know uh, because you know, you can make money doing music at a certain point, you know, and even, but most of us are doing it because we love it and we're passionate about it. And I, I don't attend as many shows as I would like mm-hmm. to. I'm just a, an admirer and supporter from afar and, and they are as well. Well, that's we're both good. Busy. Yeah. Is, is your family supportive busy. of your career choice? Luckily, yes. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> They're very supportive for not being musicians or creative folk in that way. But do they like, do you have a new song for us to hear, honey? Yes, they're very cute. They're like, I don't like that one. Like if I curse in a song, they're like, why did you curse in that one? That's, like a, my mom, that's a dirty song. That's a dirty word. Well, your, uh, your songs on iTunes are, there's there's just a couple that are, they have What's an E, it? the red E. Yeah. That's like my podcast. It's all E's except when my daughters are on the show, then that's, oh, a, that's a clean episode. That's amazing. And my daughters and Weird Al Yankovic. Those are the clean episodes. Weird Al's the best. I know. That was my first concert. Oh, there, that yeah. was good. Hey, look, we came full circle. Mm. Um, first. You also have a Christmas uh, EP on iTunes. Yeah, which I forgot about. There's a song about uh, our, our very, very great. He's very great. He's wonderful. He's tremendous. the best. Tremendous. He's tremendous. <laughs> He's a disaster. Uh, you have a song about Donald Trump. It's I called, uh, what, what's it called? Uh, it's called Donald Trump is getting nothing for, for Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> and then you do two uh, classics, right? You yeah. do two. And are those public domain? Is that why you could do those Christmas songs? They, I don't think they are public domain. I bought the um, the rights to do them and did the whole thing. Um, but I did those because mm-hmm. that was what my mother requested for a Christmas gift oh, one year. all right. Because I was like, Mom, I don't know what to get you for Christmas. She was like, do some songs. So she requested those. <laughs> That's and then, nice. And then I wrote a really mean song about Donald Trump. Yeah. But you know what? Are you, you working on a Mother's Day song uh, for this uh, Sunday <laughs> so you can call her up and play it over the phone? Oh, I should. I'm not. Just a little ditty. God. Hey, Mom, um, thanks. How much does it cost to like buy the rights to record a song? Is that It's a, not pre- a lot. It's I not? Mean, no, because you... It's a matter of, I, I forget the logistics, but you, you have to basically like report your sales mm-hmm. so that the songwriters, you know, get paid and okay. or their estate or whoever owns the rights to it anymore. What if it's a Beatles song? Oh, I don't know. Does it change? It changes that, right? I think there's some, some legal thing, like anyone is, can cover any song, Okay, but can you sell it? Is kind right. of where it starts to get weird. So if you're playing in a club, you can you can do a cover of whatever. Sure can, yeah. But to put it, it on, matter. and right. you can do that because you do <clears throat> you do some covers sometimes on your YouTube, right? Which are technically illegal. Every like because it's, mm-hmm. it's like you, I think people can download it and you know whatever. 
um, because it exists. Right, but you're not making money off of those songs. No, but somebody is. I yes. mean, there's ads on them Got, through, oh, okay. through YouTube and stuff. So yeah, people, all that stuff it, is so tricky now. It's so tricky and so confusing, and uh, you have to be. It's such a catch twenty two. You have to be X amount of successful in order to figure out how to really yeah. where where that money goes and where it comes from and how to monetize it mm-hmm. correctly. Um, because I play music can, on I play I play music on this show. Oh, well, every episode, exactly. 20, 30 songs. Right. And what I would tell, anytime I've had an artist on though, like mm-hmm. like Melissa Etheridge didn't say, are you going to play my songs? I don't want you to do that. She didn't like, say no that. No one said that. that. And 90% of the emails I get are from people that tell me how much music they're buying because they heard it on me play it on the show. Right. Well, I would say that your podcast is, I would say almost fair use because it's so educational and you're yeah. talking so much about it that it doesn't matter. And you know? I always say when you go to iTunes, they let you listen to 90 seconds of a song. Right. We don't, we play a minute tops. Right. You know? Yeah. I wonder, I, there I is know. some fine print there that yeah. I'm not aware of, but it's, it's complicated. It is complicated. Yeah. Uh, so here's what we're going to do. Go to tinystills.com. That is where we're going to find all the information about your Kickstarter. Yes. I thank you for driving out to Woodland Hills. Oh my God, thank you for having me. This is a, awesome. <laughs> this is great. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> um, I've also co- coerced you into playing another song that I'm going to videotape and I'm going to put that on the Patreon page. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. F- for this show, I'm going to play out with another song from your album that is currently on iTunes. This is from 2014. Yep. This song is called Drive Me Crazy. Mm-hmm. And again, go to iTunes and... But you know what? Instead of going to iTunes, go to Kickstarter instead and give and give yeah. your money over there so that we can get yeah. this new album happening. Yeah, 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 right? Yeah. Yes, please. If you There's can do both, rewards. do both. You know, you never know. See what you like. Check it out. If you don't like it, just, you know, tweet at me. Be like, what the heck? <laughs> well, is there a minimum that people can give you? No, you can give like a dollar. Give a dollar. Give like whatever. Just be like, hey, good job. High five. Here's a dollar. I'm going to be this person. You know, you go to Starbucks, your coffee's going to be five, <laughs> over $5. So, I mean, just skip your Starbucks this week. Just skip it. Just skip one of them. Just skip it. All right. Here we go. Thank you. Thank you, Kaylin. Thank you for having me. And this is You Drive Me Crazy on Rock Island. I should have known better than to pick up my phone. Should have known you're calling to relive what went wrong. But it's not my fault you fucked it up. It's not my fault you won't let go. I am so sick of sugarcoating this so you can swallow it down.